Greetings and salutations and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, Elephants on Parade Bellicom, Sam, uh, Elephants in Disguise Burns, and Ellie, Elephants in Your Eyes Sparrow. Oh, God. As the acid trip uh, deepens. Are they small elephants, or is this a really big problem? (laughs) I think small oh, elephants no. are still a pretty big problem. I know, but eye. if they're full size, there's something going terribly. I think you're kind of done so, with the terrible by that point. It's, it's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they will cause you no further problems. That's true. <laughs> it can't get any worse, really, can it? I like to imagine it works like the knife eye attack spell from uh, the Adventures of Doctor McNinja, when, when you think it sounds like it's like it sounds like someone's the, the wizard is going to shoot knives from their eyes, but when they cast it on you, everything you look at is just made of knives. <laughs> Oh god! Oh. It's it's actually pretty horrifying. That is literally the yeah. worst. Mm. You see, I pictured oh. that as shooting knives into somebody's eyes, oh. knife eyes. <laughs> yeah, like eye bite, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. eye bitey. Eye bite is yeah. grim as a spell. Yep, <laughs> so, so nasty. Elephants in disguise. I was just imagining one in like, in like a trench coat with some dark glasses and a hat. <laughs> Selling pocket watches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> into cars. Um, <laughs> So, on that... Uh, speaking, speaking of speaking time... of elephants turning like into with cars... pocket watches. With pocket watches. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, just before we started, I spilled tea all over my notes. Like all over the big fucking house <laughs> in just, I keep paper notes. Uh, I just spent 20 minutes... <laughs> Using a hat hairdryer to save everything about this campaign. So if you hear a faint note of hysteria in in Jason's voice today, that is is why. Speaking of hysteria, it's time for us to cast our minds forward to the hysterics of the future and ask future us, is there any hope? For the folder, sure, the hairdryer saved most of that. For you... Jury's still out. Hey there, it's future Jason with messages from the present. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions. Head over to librisarcana.com and for less than 12 US dollars, just under 9 quid, you'll receive a set of 7 premium dice and one randomly selected bonus die every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast below. This month's set is... Glitterbomb! A translucent set packed with fine, multicoloured glitter. It's all the fun of a real glitter bomb packed into a neatly contained set of polyhedrals and with significantly less vacuuming required after the fact. If you want to use glitter bombs in your own campaign, here are some stats and handy tips. Glitter bombs are a common wondrous item worth 10 gold pieces and can be produced by any spellcaster or alchemist with 5 gold pieces of materials and 4 hours of work. For the alchemical version, I recommend using diluted thunderstone solution and finely ground sand, dyed a variety of bright colours. Once complete, the glitter bomb takes the form of a pebble-sized crystal that sparkles with iridescent colours in direct light. The glitter bomb can be thrown up to 20 feet as an action. Upon impacting a creature or other hard surface, it immediately explodes and scatters brightly coloured glitter within a 10-foot radius of the impact point, creating a loud bang and highlighting invisible creatures, but otherwise causing no harm. 
Any creature within the radius may make a DC-12 deck save to avoid being covered in glitter. Glitter-covered creatures are visible even if rendered magically invisible, and will shed glitter continuously for the next hour, unless they are thoroughly cleaned by immersing in water, prestidigitation, or similar effects. This glitter trail can be tracked with a successful DC-10 survival check, although conditions such as heavy rain may eradicate the trail. With their loud noise and sudden burst of colour, glitter bombs make excellent distractions, and if you set one off in the middle of a crowd, you can expect their mood to turn sour very quickly. They can also be used to humiliate a rival or decorate the sides of buildings in smears of coloured sand. For extra range, consider using a sling to launch them up to 120 feet away, although your DM will probably require you to make an attack roll to hit the target or location of your choice. Glitter bombs! Fun! for all the party. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at the D&D Grandma during the break this episode. Ellie will be guesting this Saturday, 1st of June, streaming a game with D&D Elise of the Red Knight Inn as part of Women in Tabletop Gaming Month. Ellie will be playing a gnome trickster cleric, which sounds awesome! You can watch the game at 3pm Central Standard Time or 9pm British Summer Time if you are in the UK on the Red Knight Inn's Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash theredknightinn, and we will put that link in the description. We'd like to offer a special thank you to our stowaway Tallulah Cunningham, one of the wonderful fan artists amongst our collection of stowaways. Tallulah has drawn a number of stunning pieces of art from the show, which you can find at our fan art gallery on the website flintlocksandfireballs.com. This week we received an astoundingly timed letter from her, just as the four of us returned in person from London MCM Comic Con. To our surprise and elation, Tallulah sent us the original hand-drawn copies of each piece of art, lovingly rendered in coloured pencil, as well as some of her unique clockwork animal stickers. On an already brilliant if exhausting day, your gift was the absolute highlight. Thank you Tallulah, you are amazing. You can find Tallulah at at @fabricmagpie on Twitter and Instagram, or check out her portfolio at melanippos.com, spelled M-E-L-A-N-I-P-P-O-S.com, and we will put a link in the description. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. Any parting words of wisdom? Abandon hope. All ye who look upon this, know that as you stare into the future, the future stares back, and it has but one message for you. A strange man, large of gut, twirly of moustache, who tells <laughs> you to go compare, <laughs> go compare. Oh, oh God! No. <laughs> no, no. You know, I'm not even shocked anymore. Like, I'm not even surprised that that happened. That's the point that we're at. <laughs> oh, Jason, what have you unleashed? <laughs> not the go compare man. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not singing that song tonight. Twirly also, of moustache is such a weird phrase. <laughs> That it's like it's almost Douglas Adams levels of weird. Like. But I saw it. I saw it absolutely in my mind's eye. <laughs> ah, speaking of um, your mind's eye, 
It's time for to engage oh, your mind's eyes. Beautifully done. <laughs> <laughs> and for us to begin, flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party f- managed to arrive in the Kraken-struck city of Kion. Although much of the living population is dead or fled, and a large number of the dead are now undead, there are still survivors within the city who have retreated into fortified enclaves. However, they are scattered, split apart. Some have taken shelter in the ruins of the cathedral, protected from the living dead by hallowed grounds. Others received the protection of the local crime lord, the Wolverine, and were up until very recently protected under his auspices. Auspices? Auspices. Mm. Another group are believed to have taken shelter within the old uh, chateau, the coastal castle uh, and they appear to be led by none other than Alton Appleblossom. There are also rumours of a strange band of revellers and party goers calling themselves the Horns who seem to be reacting to the destruction of all they've known with wild glee, abandon, and rampant hedonism, and somehow are still alive. Outside of the city, a skeleton battalion from the military watches the walls, trying to stop anything untoward escaping. However, there are other forces. The Sawagin have arrived and raid up and down the river and the bay, Stealing into the city to capture meat, both living and dead, and treasures, which they drag down into the water. And while the majority of the risen dead are mindless zombies, it seems a handful, perhaps as many as two score, have emerged as white, intelligent undead, who can command the zombies around them to some degree. And a horde, a pack of 30 or so ghouls that reeve across the city, devouring whatever they can find. After an encounter with the glutton, attempting to find uh, Two, actually three objects concealed within the vaults of the halfling collector, Destin Sukolin, and discovering Destin's ultimate fate, 
The party learned some disconcerting information about Scamp's origins, acquired a journal which gave them further information on Olga's, uh, Olga Gristlegum's and quite possibly Old Mother Scrimshaw's past, as well as the elusive Grandmother Fingersnap. And at last, the party have laid their hands upon an Eye of the Storm, an artifact of quite possibly unfathomable power. Uh, why, do we, why are we holding on to the... Because. We shouldn't be allowed such things. It is two in the morning on the fourth of Full Circle... 18, sorry, 1798. You have just finished resting up in the parlour of uh, the now abandoned mansion of Destin Sukhuli. Uh, the It is quite possible to unlock both the front and back door from here using the various locks and bars. And there is also a secret escape tunnel which led down into the last of his vaults, uh, last section of his vaults, but also seems to lead away, although where to you have not yet explored. So, what wilt thou do? I'd like to do something dumb. Okay. <laughs> um, I'd like to go off on my own yeah. into a room and... Um, <laughs> have a go on the eye. <laughs> <laughs> you s uh, slip away from the others. Such a bad decision. <laughs> Give me a stealth check if you want to do this unobserved. Yeah, I was just going to try and like wake up a little yeah. bit before everyone, but we'll see. <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> Where as, are you going? <laughs> as you step up, as you get up, you accidentally knock over one of, of Destin's end tables. I'm going to the loo, darling. <laughs> right. So I make a deception check. <laughs> I mean, you will win against my insight, but yes, I, I want to know. Go for it. Oh. Um, that's a 15? 22. Oh, God, you so know I'm not going for a shit. <laughs> oh, um, that's a 19. Yeah, so I did not do well. well. <laughs> right. Leah clocked it as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, Leah and Clara are both kind of, they're both dozing. That lie didn't really work, no, did no, it? Okay. Um, no, really got to work on that, I'm afraid. I'm quite a good liar. You two just know me quite well. Yeah. Fair. Well, I was going to go and play with the eye and ask it something stupid. What were you going to ask it? I was going to ask it to show me the favour Olga's going to ask. Oh. It's been driving me mad and I want to know oh, and I know it's done, really but I really one. do want to know. That's actually really useful if we could know ahead of time. But consequences, side effects, we don't know what they are. Maybe we should do this all together. That oh, no, in a house idea. in a city full of undead. Well, but on the other hand, I'd rather really do in a city full of undead rather than a city full of live people if we're worried about the side effects or being that bad. Ship. 
Or on the yeah, street. Yeah. If it's going to affect people around, I'd rather do it where there aren't that many what people. What if it knocks you unconscious for a day? I guess we stay here. We are relatively safe for the moment. So. Or makes you all weak. I'm doing it. Fuck, I'm doing it. You can't stop me. Fat. <laughs> what if it makes you fat? Well, there are worse things. Yeah, there are worse things. I'd, I'd be hilarious fat. <laughs> I want some chocolate. Have some chocolate. I just drink a bowl of chocolate. You use your you use your possibly god given bowl and just <laughs> summon up a full bowl of drinking chocolate. I drink all of it. I yeah. don't feel good. Okay. I'm gonna have another bowl of chocolate, that'll help. You use That's your eyes. Probably not a good idea. If you, had a, if you just had two bowls of chocolate in the space of a second halfway no. <laughs> <laughs> to your second one. Well, we've had a rough few days. Have all the chocolate you want. Right. Um, let's. I mean, Leah and Clara are still asleep. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to another room and do this so that we don't wake them up because yeah. there's no need. Right. I'm going to leave a note in case we vanish into another dimension. That's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe I should be on my own for this. No. Okay. <laughs> right. We were in a sitting room before. Uh, uh, can we go into his study or his bedroom or something like uh, that? There is a dining room close by. Dining room ah, with a table will probably yeah. help. I will it? write a note saying, playing with the eye may have vanished. <laughs> this is dumb. Bye. <laughs> it's all like with letters the wrong way around. Yeah, I do not spell it well. Yeah, it is not well spelled. <laughs> I think you rolled seven. for spelling. <laughs> That's adorable. What do you roll for spelling? Intelligence. Definitely um, intelligence. So the... <laughs> And I guess, yeah, <laughs> anyway, so the, um, uh, possibly with disadvantage if it's in a language you don't know. <laughs> that makes um, sense, yeah. But yeah, anyway, uh, you you head into Destin's uh, ridiculously gaudy over-the-top dining room. Um, this one has uh, some beautiful paintings of horses, just majestic horses on the walls. Um, you... <laughs> bit random, isn't it? <laughs> I'd say, looking at the walls. You, it, it reminds you a little bit of the dog room, but it's, mm. yeah. Is it, is it, are we doing animal themes for each rooms? Is well, that I've what's happening? Wonder. yeah. Although most full-size <laughs> horses are uh, a, a bit too big for, for most halflings. It, they are actually ponies for the most part, but Aww. there are a couple of horses as well. Uh, have any of you been to the water closet in here? I've definitely yeah. shat since yeah, okay. last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the, um, Destin has indoor plumbing, and uh, that one is full of just pictures of tortoises. Tortoises, turtles, anything with, like, reptilian with a shell. Yep, if anyone's um, been for a piss in the last eight hours, we will have noticed we have tortoises as well. This man's weird. <laughs> weird man. He's got a thing about animals, or, sorry, had man. a thing about animals. Maybe we should be nicer about the dead man downstairs. <laughs> So, yeah. that's sort of academic at this point, isn't it? <sighs> He's dead either way. True. You uh, sit down in the plush little uh, dining room chairs. Uh, they have lovely cushioning. And with the two of you watching, Celestia, you take out the Kraken's eye. Well, put it the on eye the, of the table storm. in front of Place me. Place it on the table in front of you. And, and um, I say to it, Oh, how do I word this? Sorry, I'm taking a second out of character here. Fine. Show me Olga Gristlegums asking the favour that we talked about in the hag deal. Oh, I think that's right. pretty specific. Yeah. 
<coughs> and um, I spin it like a spinning top in the middle of the table. Ooh. So the game was spin the bottle. No, it doesn't have a bit that sticks out, so you wouldn't. Cersei goes quiet. <laughs> the eye begins to spins gently in place and continues spinning. As it spins, it sort of does a bit of a lazy circle. So there's like a ring, like in the middle of where it's spinning. And you just sort of focus on it, Celestia. And to the pair of you, Celestia just stares at this continuously spinning little gem for the next 10 minutes, actually 20 minutes. Um, But 10 minutes in, something happens. And I'll get to that. Celestia. Oh, God. As you stare into the eye of the storm, you see that it sort of spins and spins in a little circle. And then the the circle widens as the path of its spinning grows wider and wider. And you can see in the centre of it, it, there seems to be little ripples. And it's almost like you are looking into a rippling surface of water that is dark and cloudy within. And the circle grows wider and wider until it's larger than the table, until it begins to expand to fill every inch of what you can see. And you feel yourself tipping, falling forwards towards a vast ocean. And with a splash, you are pulled in. You feel your breath (laughs) leaving you. And there's a moment of panic as you look around and suddenly it's like you are deep deep underwater. There are faint ripples of light above. And around you, looking all around, you can see echoes, shadows. It's as if in the water you can see images of yourself at different moments. Images of uh, Scamp, of Corzin, of Clara, of Leah skipping out, out, different person. There's a uh, there's an image of Briggs, many people that you don't recognise, and then Olga. You catch sight of her, you focus in, and you don't so much swim as drift towards this image of her, and you see it, it seems to explode outwards into hundreds, thousands of different instances. And you feel that sense of connection to something greater than you grows, it strengthens, and you feel it pull you forwards, deeper, closer towards what it is you seek. I'd imagine I kind of reach out for it. As you reach it, you feel, you can just see a rippling around an image, around a moment, your fingers press through it, and it's like you feel yourself emerging through the water. <coughs> Take a moment, blink, look around. You are somewhere dark, somewhere underground. Um, it's hard to tell exactly where there is architecture around you. Uh, you're not a hundred. You, it's hard to tell immediately what sort of architecture it is. You can take Are some time to study it. Are there mushrooms or anything like that? Like there is, don't seem to be mushrooms. Is it lit by anything? Uh, there are... Just check. 
Okay. Uh, there is no light here, but there is light from further down. You can see this is a corridor of some sort mm -hmm. uh, that lead, that stretches on into the distance. It's dark, but there is light approaching. Soft purple light, which is growing quickly. You kind of look down, uh, and your dark vision illuminates what you can see. You can see the fallen form of Olga Gristlegums dead on the floor. She appears to have been shot, stabbed, burned. Um, there are other injuries you can't clearly tell. And you can hear the sounds of feet running from further down this corridor. And you see four figures approach. Leah, Leadon, Scamp, friend, <laughs> Corzum Jorges, and Celestius Stardust. Mm -hmm. uh, you are all, no Clara. There is no Clara. Okay. You are all running up. So in so what happens next, it's like you're observing it. No one else can see you. You are just standing there. You can't seem to leave this position. Like you walk a few feet away. If you walk more than about ten feet away, you see the ripples of the sea start to appear in the air. Okay. Like so this is the edge by. of yeah, where you can see. So you have to you have to stay around here. But you see your possibly future selves approach. Okay, so we're just going to play this this now. Uh -oh. uh, a few <laughs> as your own characters. A couple of things. You all know what has happened to Clara. You have discussed it, and therefore would have no need to discuss it now. Okay. Okay. So that is okay. not. Uh, so I'm going to just state that is not information that you will be able to glean during this vision. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. You have uh, you you have just slain Olga. So you do know that. Like momentarily. Yeah, mo like moments ago. Mm-hmm. So this is so yes. I'm going to say then four of you race uh, up towards Olga's body, and it seems that the illusion of her skin—you can actually see her skin melts and peels away to reveal the true horrifying blue form below. She is garbed in the same sort of black robe and slightly ragged clothing that she always wears. Does she have the eye on her? Kneeling down, um, you begin to search her. Uh, I want to check if she was dead first. Scamp, give me an investigation check, <laughs> since we are here in the future. So we are playing the scenes as our characters. You are playing the scenes moment. as your characters in the future. It's a nine. Okay. I, I shouldn't be the one doing this. <laughs> is, she, is she definitely dead? I'll have a look too. I want to have yeah, a look. Okay, give, give me an investigation check really as well. I don't really want to touch her. Death's good for this one. Mm, Eleven. <laughs> Okay, you kneel down and causing with you assisting, like checking. Can I do a, me check. I yeah, do a medicine, do check. medicine check? Be careful. Yeah. I just don't trust her to be dead. I don't trust her not to be trapped. Yeah. yeah. I feel like something's going to happen if we touch her, you know? Seven. Okay. As far as you can tell from the multiple gunshot wounds, uh, the fire, uh, the burns, the various other damage, yeah, Olga seems to actually be dead. That's it's more than enough to put down anything humanoid, but. She's not human, though, is she? Do you, do you think it's done? Do you think we're free? Wait, is she likely? Like, is she like a person, or will she rise if we don't do stuff? I mean, I'll I feel want... happier once we've burnt the remains. Yeah, yeah, I want to burn the bitch either way. To be honest, 
Um. Well, you search the uh, body scamp, and you find uh, you first of all you find around her neck a golden chain with a matching hawk's eye stone to the one that Celestia has. Got another one of these. What the fuck do we do with that? You also find um, there. Are, you find her bag of tricks. You, she, she's already used up mo- uh, most of them, thrown most of the potions within. Of course, you know what all of those are, so you don't feel the need to discuss them. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you, uh, but you do find tucked within uh, there are two small envelopes. One sealed with purple ribbon, one sealed with green. The uh, actually, sorry, three three envelopes. One sealed with purple ribbon, one sealed with green, one sealed with blue ribbon. As you touch the one with purple ribbon, the ribbon comes off, and in a very familiar fashion, the letter unfolds. Oh shit! And the writing on it begins to speak. This is the last will and testament of Olga Grisselgum. If she has a fucking will. Congratulations! If you're hearing this, then someone has killed me. I suppose it had to happen eventually, you shits. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. If you're quite done leveraging whatever insults you will have leveraged at my corpse, here is my will. First and foremost, all of my possessions, including the eye of the storm I wore upon my neck, are to go to my apprentice, Clara Off. In addition, there is a green ribboned letter that you will find upon my person. This should be delivered to Clara within a week of its receipt, or the person who found it will receive a curse, just to ensure the proper delivery. It contains instructions and useful information that will help her in the quest ahead, as I also entrust to her the task that I put my life to. One last thing. It is very likely that by the time you read this, one of you may have found your own Eye of the Storm. And if you are anything like me, you may have used it to stare forward to the moment of my death in order to figure out how best to kill me. If this is true, then you will remember seeing this in the past. With that in mind, I encourage the person who did that to open the blue ribboned letter, it is not cursed, and you will find I have left a message for you in the past. So, um, <laughs> you that would be that would be yeah. Celestia in this flash forward that would need to open the letter. Yeah. So Celestia, you in the in the future remember seeing this in the past. Well, I've got to open it, haven't I? Or I could burn it. Yeah, I'm half tempted to just burn everything here. We do not need to uh, let this go any further. 
Well, one of them is going to give us a curse. That one we can't burn. I have, a, have an out-of-character question. Yes. This is a time travel question. Do I remember opening it? Uh, if Do I remember it being f- opened? I mean, <laughs> you remember whatever the outcome of this moment is. Okay. So, but like... Like, you... you uh, okay, actually, no. This is the thing. The Since it is most likely... Because the way future visions work, it's what's most likely. Yeah. It is right. most likely that you would be able to open the letter. So you future you will remember the letter being opened and what it says. Um, but present you, you doesn't beca- know. But pre- present you doesn't know what's in it. And future you will also know by now that if you uh, that it is possible that to change the future. Mm-hmm. So you could destroy it, and that version of you will still know what it said, but the version of you that is here in the present won't. Paradox fun. <laughs> oh god. Yep. What if this is information that we needed to get here? Oh. Uh, That's enough to size somebody's brain in a knot. But what if what if we burn the letter and then we don't get here to kill her? Okay, that's true. This is... We need that information, don't we? Yeah, time's fucking weird, and I think we do. But you can change the future. That It's not set, is it? It's not. It's not written in stone. It's not set, but I think I have a better chance of changing the future if I've read the letter in the past. Oh. All right. Are we um, real, or are we just a vision, and I don't know what's happening anymore? I don't know... Celestia in the present. How are you reacting to what you're seeing? Celestia in the present is just sort of propping herself up on a wall, wide eye. It's like, (laughs) this is a bit much, to be honest. (laughs) I poke Corzin in the side of the head. Corzin seems real. You feel real. I'm going to check again. Back to future Celestia. Back to future Celestia. Uh, I realised I was a moment ago. I I think I've got to read this. How about now? I'm just poking Corson. <laughs> I think we could really fuck he things if I don't. He the hand away. Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to open it. I'm opening it. I okay. open it. You open it. And then past Celestia looks over her looks shoulder. Looks over the shoulder. Okay, so the first line of the letter reads, Whoever is reading this, you may find it useful not to mention exactly how you got this information, to your uh, to whoever you speak to in the past, as this will minimise paradox problems, which will cause you a great deal of headache. However, it seems that you've decided to muddy yourself in the waters of the future. Here are two dates that will be useful for you to know. The foot both. The first one can be anywhere, but for best effect, make it the same location as the second. The first date is the year 2300 in Crosswater. The second... Celestia goes, fuck, (laughs) to herself, no one hears. (laughs) The second date is the year 1963 in Crosswater. The second one is the most current version of events at the time I wrote it. My advice to you is this. 
The future can be changed. And those with the knowledge of the future change it all the time. But some events seem to still happen no matter what we do. Since I am dead, if this future continues and I do end up dead by your hand, it's your job now to stop the future. And as the four of you are staring flabbergasted at this note, your ten minutes start Ceases. to come to an end, and you see, you feel, you see the, the bubble begins to draw in, and the rippling water around you soaks in until you are once again submerged deep in the deep ocean of possibility, and you feel yourself clambering, struggling back up to the surface, and as the light above grows, uh, it grows brighter and brighter, everything begins to blur in bright, bright light until you blink and find yourself staring at a spinning stone which finally slows and stops. The other two of you, 10 minutes into this 20 minutes, Celestia has been staring at the spinning uh, stone, blinked once, and when her eyes opened, the, uh, opened again, you just saw pools of water. And oh. then when you blink, uh, when you blink them at the end of the twenty minutes, your eyes are back. I kind of like step up from the table really quickly. Celestia, are you all right? Ooh, yeah. That, that bad? Um. Well, I didn't see the favor. Oh shit! Sorry, that that they're <laughs> reversing back in time. That sorry, that was actually the most important thing I needed to mention. <laughs> There is also a note. There is also a note on the on the me message saying, "One last thing." <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, in the original letter. Uh, uh, one last thing. Uh, <laughs> this is me genuinely forgetting. Okay. Uh, there is uh, one last point in my will and testament. By the way, if I have managed to capture favors from the others, they will be as follows. Celestia, at least, I know I still have a favour road from. Your, the task I ask of you is to find the Holy Grail and return it to Clara. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was Ellie, not Celestia. Yeah. <laughs> Spinning forward in time. You've just opened your eyes. We're going to wreck on that yep, last wreck moment. Wreck on that last moment. I stand up from the table and step back from the eye like, oh shit. That bad? Yep. Cool. Um, what happened? I think let's, let's start positive. She was dead. Hey! In the future. So I'm liking it so far. It looked like we killed her. There's us and Leah don't know where Clara was we didn't mention it so I assume we knew in the future but um, so we'd killed her and uh, and there was a will basically saying everything we left to Clara and then um, then it got really weird so I'm not supposed to tell you how I got this information because apparently that will cause paradoxes. I'm not sure I even understand what a paradox properly Just is. Just tell us the information then. The information, I'm not going to tell you how I got it because apparently that means there's less chance of it happening. So, oh fuck, where do I start? Um, well, <laughs> the favour 
incidentally happens anyway, whether she's dead or not. Um, oh, and great. the favour is uh, to find the Holy Grail and return it to Clara. There wasn't a time limit on it, is but... That, um, is that a, a, an actual thing? Out of character, what do we know about the Holy Grail? You... Like, it is a historical thing. It was, um, it was as mentioned previously, the uh, one... Uh, allegedly, the one tear shed by the regent... Oh, yeah, um, we talked ...that was used it. to, yeah to, to, yeah, to keep the whole city of Tyre healthy for for about a century and a half before but no it one's nicked. seen it. In yeah, because like it's been lost for, like, a, a millennium and a half. <laughs> no one's seen that in 1,500 years. <laughs> but we could scry on it. We could scry on Possibly. it. Possibly. That is true. Unless it's somewhere unscryable. If I had the grail, I'd put it in a fucking lead yeah, box. Yeah. In a, yeah. But um, there's actually bigger stuff than that that we have to worry about. So Go on. There's... There, were, there are two dates that I have to look at really far in the future because bad things are going to happen and I have to stop them. Right. So Apparently, whoever sees into the future, with... they, they need to know these dates so that they can try and change it. Both in Crosswater, um, the year 2300. Is, is Olga been trying to save the future? That's. Is that, is that what you're saying? I don't know, maybe. That's over 500 is all, is years. Is Olga the hero now? now? Are we the villains? <laughs> no, you don't know. Don't be silly. 20,000 people, my darling. No. But if she's doing that to save the future, if these are things she's doing in order to stop the world ending. I wasn't expecting seeing the future to be this bad. I just thought I was going to, like, scry on my brother and stuff. Speaking of which, by the way, please add a note to your character sheet now Mm -hmm. saying future and add one tally mark after Oh, my God. What does that mean? Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. No, come on. Let, let, let's. Uh, let's be obviously, sensible. Celestia well, doesn't we... know this. So, so yeah, I have to look at those two dates because it could be something really bad that we have to stop. You get three charges a day, don't you? Three yeah. uses. I twenty three hundred and nineteen sixty three. Don't use them all now in case we need it for some reason before we leave this place. Right. Use them at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, that's probably very sensible. That is sensible. Also, I mean, that's maddening, and I want to know what it is right now. But... Look, given what we know of uh, Olga, does it not seem at least plausible to you that the only reason she'd be uh, concerned about either of those things, if they are world-ending events, is simply because it would stop her from fucking about with people? Yeah, but that doesn't stop her wanting to save the world. Yeah. I mean, if you were immortal, because we know hags live forever... Whatever you did to the people in it, you'd want there to be a world. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, it's... It's not No, not her... exactly. Because she'd still want to save it, is the point. Which means if we kill her, we lose a powerful ally in saving the world. Um, fuck that, she's dying. Yeah, yeah. but... There are better people to do it. Literally anyone else being alive... Like, I mean, apparently, now that I can see the future, this is a thing that I might have to tell people so that other people can get involved. But, um... Where was she? Where did we get her? A cave. Dark cave. A cave. Man-made or natural? Possibly her lair. It's definitely man-made. Give me... I'm going to say give me a history check for knowledge of architecture. Okay. 
Oh god, nine. Not dwarven. Um, had similar architectural motifs to drow architecture, but wasn't drow architecture as far as wasn't you can drow. tell. I don't think it was drow. I don't think it was in the Underdark. Not the dwarves. Finger snaps there. It's, Maybe it's, if it's underground. It's a ruined temple underneath whatever. Could be. That. That could be it. Yep. This is not the future that will be, is it? It's the future that could be. Yeah, but it was likely. quite clear that it could change. Okay. I think that's how it works with the future. I, When I looked into it, I could see hundreds of sort of fragments of things that could happen. I didn't see any of them in detail, but it felt like possibilities. And anything could change. Nothing's fixed. Or... Um, the... She seemed to think that certain things were fixed, but I don't know how you find that out. Maybe she's been trying different things and whatever happens on these dates, she's been trying, looking and nothing's changed. So they look fixed, but there is something that will change it. Yeah. That's what she's searching for. She was obviously looking for it. I mean, the thing is, you if you thought you were going to be alive in the year 2300, you would, you know, you'd invest, wouldn't you? You'd, You'd yeah. try and keep everything here. I suppose. I mean, how long are you going to live? You Can you live that long? How long do elves live? Uh, 500 is not ridiculous, is yeah, it? Yeah, 600 is like a, a ripe old age. 700 is like is a bit like Norit. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 Norit level claims. I mean, I suppose conceivably I could still be alive. I just, um, I've been a bit preoccupied lately. That's crazy. Yeah, mm. I wonder what it'll be like then. What were the dates? 2300 in 1963. Oh yeah, I'm not going to see either of those. That's very sad. Yeah. Well, if anything's um, a, a takeaway from this is that nothing is certain when it's uh, when it comes to time. Do we tell Clara? No. I don't think anything helpful can come from telling Clara. Absolutely not. If we want to try and. Uh, uh, keep her away from be, uh, becoming like what Olga is, we have to uh, ensure that she stays as far away from any of this as possible. How different did we look? How different did we look? Uh, not very different. Scamp seemed to be about the same age, uh, as far as you can tell. Could be uh, within a year, though, you, couldn't they, really? Uh, <laughs> you had some minor... Oh, because of magic! Yeah. Uh, you had, uh, I'm going to say you Judging from what's most likely, you had a new shirt, the same coat. <laughs> that doesn't say anything. You, know? you had the same clothes. Corzin uh, also had a, uh, at least seemed to have had his vest repaired. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't the same, the damage that he's oh, just suffered to it. But yeah, like there's, it, it, you seem, it seemed to be broadly present-ish. Yeah. So not not years and years in the future. We weren't like visibly older. Like I mean, we we'd notice it in you because you're yeah. you're little, and I age right. quick. Um. So if it is this lair, potentially, and it's not far in the future, we should prepare. Yes, we should. If we're heading there, 
I mean, no like, I had a new shirt, but well, that could be in, like, three days, really, couldn't it? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you went and raided the closets in this house and got yourself a new outfit before we even left. I mean, I feel like if I get a new shirt now, the future's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get that shirt. Really Just terrifying. get a different shirt. Okay. By the way, if, if anyone wants to ransack this house at any point, I will require an investigation <laughs> check, but, yeah. I will do, but not right at this point. Yeah. Okay, not at this second, but, like... <laughs> do you remember what the shirt looked like? Do I remember what the shirt looked like? If you were going to get Fighty to commission you a new shirt, what would you want? Um, there'd be a silver collar. Um, there would be, um, you know, like like ballroom dancers when they have the really low plunging neckline. And there's like rhinestones coming out. From yeah. It. <laughs> It would be like that. Yeah. Okay, you were wearing a purple shirt with a high Sparkle silver collar, um, a really low V-shaped neckline with lots of rhinestones. Not too on high it. a collar, not like drow yeah, high. Yeah. But like, you know, start quite high. Um, however, like, yeah, this is the most likely outfit you are likely to be wearing based on your current fashion choices <laughs> and therefore what we would have looked like in the future. It was a really good shirt. Well, you can't have it. it had you can't on. have it. Oh. <laughs> we don't know that, the, uh, that Celestia's shirt is the defining factor I mean, factor I don't feel like my shirt is going to change the events that much. Well, I think we should be careful. Corzin, you should shave your head. Was his head shaved in this No, it wasn't. No, Corzin, you have to shave your head. Okay. Corzin, like, yeah, you... You would not have, before this moment, made a definite decision to shave your head at any moment, so Corson's head was not shaved. I mean, I suppose, though, Thirsty is, like, staring into the middle distance. I suppose that if he only decides to shave his head now, only if I went forward now, his head would be shaved. But, oh, oh, I hate, I hate this. I just want to be a musician. <laughs> A person could end up with a screw loose thinking about this too much, but A person honestly... could end up having a fucking stroke thinking about this too much. <laughs> fucking hell! Ooh. Okay. But the point is, if we are going into this lair and it is the potentially the place we fight Olga next... Yeah. We can't... Also, we have knowledge of the future so that we can influence how the future goes. Yeah. We can't let Leah and Clara walk into that not knowing. That's not fair. Clara wasn't there. That's worrying. Yeah. Leah was. Clara wasn't. Well, if I knew that we were about to face Olga, I'd want to make sure that Clara was as far away as possible. Equally, though, it could be that it's after Clara gets back with Olga, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because Clara will go back to Olga eventually, as things currently are. She'll have to, won't she? Yeah, at least for a while. I mean, she doesn't have to. Technically, she could come with us. But brain juice and all that. I think if we're going to do anything, it is going to be most beneficial to keep Clara as far away from Olga for as long as we possibly can. Yeah. Agreed. Because, I mean, you've all seen it. Like, she's... Yeah. She's far gone, but I'm not willing to uh, believe that she's irredeemable at this point. She's... There's something still there. Yes, there's, there's some spark of... person. The, yeah, the innocent girl that... that she was before she met Olga. I mean... Not having a childhood doesn't doom you to being a terrible person forever. 
No, I wasn't saying it did. No, but that's my point. She's savable. She's not going to yeah. have a normal childhood, whatever we do. She's beyond that. But that doesn't mean that she's completely unsalvageable and she's going to be a terrible person. I think given the situation, it kind of is our responsibility to ensure that she doesn't have a childhood that turns her into a, well, a person like Olga. If we can, it, it would be really good to make the rest of it better. She's only seven. She's still she's, got time. She's not going to be a normal kid, like yeah. too much has happened, but she's she in this be all situation right. partially because of us. I think we owe her at least whatever we can in order to ensure uh, she doesn't end up like that. We've got to try. Equally, though, yes. we have to remember that we are not in charge of her. We can't make the decision for her. Because if we do, she'll run. Mm. And also, I think after everything, she deserves agency. Yeah. I agree with you, although that does raise another question. What? What do we do if she chooses Olga? Murder Olga. Let's see if that changes anything. Well, that yep. was a plan regardless. But see if that changes things for her. Possibly. She's going to be left without Olga either way. We should try and scry on the last scryable location of the Holy Grail. Just as a precaution. Right this second? No, not right this second, no. but at some point. At some point. I thought of it and I thought I should say it out loud because I forget things a lot. That's a good idea. I'm going to write that idea. down. Yeah. Scry on Grail, Celestia writes down <laughs> in her song notebook. <laughs> Last scryable location, because it's probably not scryable now, but if yeah. it is, that'll take us there now. I mean, it's got to have been scryable at some point, hasn't it? I would hope so. If it's, even that, if that was if it's the region crying, created. that's no good. Maybe this is Olga just fucking with us. Maybe she doesn't expect us to do it and she just expects me to be cursed with, you know, unbearable agony for the rest of my life. Well, that's that why we need to find very it. Much, yeah, that would be very much uh, in, in Olga's uh, established uh, way of working. But I think that... Can you imagine if we found it? <laughs> I'm saying, if we find the Holy Grail... Us three finding the Holy Grail. Can you imagine how angry the church would be that all their holy warriors didn't find it? Oh, oh, He gestures at the um, eye going, look, stranger things have happened, haven't they? I mean, wants to be a drow high priestess finding the Holy Grail of the Regent's Tear. That that is fucking Demon child! Demon child! (laughs) You know... Runaway, holy drow priestess, demon child, and fucking sailor finding the holy grail. <laughs> the walking <fuck>? armory. <laughs> that is two that foot is ten arms for the chief thought. man. Um, <laughs> well, this morning's been a lot, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, Talking the next thing I was going to do was I was just going to look in on my brother and see if he was any closer on the trail towards me. But um, it all seems a bit small now, doesn't it? Unless well, he's it's in still town. useful information mm. if you're up to it, but please Maybe it's worth be kind to yourself. one on that and then holding on to the last one for emergencies. Yes, I think maybe having one until the end of the day isn't a bad shout. 
I'm going to do that. Okay, I want well, to know where Adrian is. Also, uh, that actually sounds much less scary than anything else we are looking at. I've had a lot of chocolate and I'm feeling a little unwell, so I'm going to go visit the turtles. I'm going to go and visit the turtles. It's the best, <laughs> best euphemism for going for a shit I've ever had. I'm just going to go visit the turtles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. About a dog. Let's make this a thing that, that we now. say in the campaign. <laughs> yeah. First of all, um, it is about th- it is three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Secondly, scan information that you did glean from the identity uh, identify spell is that whatever power the eye has, it regains at dawn. Dawn. It's not dawn, dawn. yet. What time's dawn? Uh, dawn at this time of year, which is around just Winter. before the start of spring, I want to say now? is about like 5.30ish. Okay. okay. So we've got maybe three hours. Okay, by the way, that thing resets at dawn, so use all its charges now. Oh, I'm fucking hell, let's do all the things. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, do you do you want to be here for any of this? Shall we wait no, for you I need to visit to the turtles? Okay, okay. Go, go be sick. You, for you head to the turtles. Uh, as you bend over the turtle, the turtle pot, uh, uh, scamp, roll a d100. Oh god! Oh god! You are the worst person. Oh, wow. Seventy-eight. Seventy. I feel like that's really bad. Why does that sound so bad? Roll a saving throw against your. Roll a wisdom save. I think this is. I'm just going to double check. Seventeen. That is higher than your DC. Yes. What am I doing? Uh, oh, yep, it no. is wisdom. It is <laughs> oh, I'm wisdom. I'm so sad I, okay. I succeeded. Okay, you feel your horns growing for a moment. Can I just voluntarily fail? Because it's funnier and I want to know Okay, what you feel horn. your horns begin to grow uh, longer, <laughs> curl more. You feel hair growing on your body. You could resist this, but you're curious and you just let it happen. And... Suddenly, your the position of your limbs change. The uh, the the angles of them uh, adjust. Your hands withdraw into cloven hooves. The hair on your uh, your clothes merge with your skin, and the hair on your body grows out into long, long curls of wool. Are you a fucking sheep? Um, Regent's teeth. Five minutes later. The pair of you are getting ready for your next to figure out what you're next doing, and you just hear <laughs> what <laughs> causing? Am I going mad? Is this thing sending me crazy? No, no. I'm gonna go I... back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh, sweet actually... region is the goat lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a we don't know it's thing. scamp. We've got no reason to know it's scamp. Um, it's is it just a sheep? Is that what it is? Yeah. So let's let's take a look at this. Oh god. <laughs> so you it is entirely a sheep. I mean you haven't you remain re- retain your alignment and personality but your statistics including <laughs> like, mental ability yeah, scores. Yeah, this is not this is not a shape change this is a polymorph. This is a polymorph. Oh, no. You are a sheep. You have the same personality you had before but you are you are entirely a sheep for the next hour. <laughs> Where did Scamp go? Are they still having a shit? I... <laughs> the sheep's in the room now, mate. Like, it's happened. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, the sheep wanders in. Uh, okay. Why uh, is there is a there... sheep here? Is... What? 
That's a very good question. Is there any feature of this sheep that looks recognisably scamp-like? I'm going to start uh, eating the carpet. As, as the sheep starts eating the carpet, you do see there is tied around one of its curly, ram, uh, curly ram's horns a piece oh, of le- a familiar piece of leather. Oh. Look. <laughs> oh, shit. I is mean, that is permanent? permanent? <laughs> Are there sheep forever now? <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you... Okay. Magic things with scamp. They haven't really been permanent before. The longest it's lasted is about a month. (laughs) 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 When they couldn't get drunk for that amount of time. Are we seriously uh, considering just (sighs) carrying a sheep around with us for a month? I mean, I'm not leaving it here. (laughs) Because that is scamp, isn't it? (laughs) It's gotta be. Fucking hell. This morning is a lot... (laughs) I want to try and eat the eye. <laughs> Don't stop make, it! No, 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 make, no, 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 no. make a post-dexterity check. Oh, God. Why are you like this? <laughs> Five. Uh, one. <laughs> Claws in hell, uh, please. Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, I guess technically this is an acrobatics check from everyone. Um, actually, I don't know what the dexterity oh, of a sheep is. I'll tell you is. what the dex of a sheep is. <laughs> one moment. Oh, Claws in, what did you get, hon? Fourteen. What was your die roll? Uh, scamp. Three. Okay, no, it's not high enough. You, uh, uh, Causing, you are able to snatch the eye uh, no, 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 out of don't. the way before it can do that. Uh, as Causing snatches the eye, you feel a sort of tug on yourself, and a, 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 like it's it's almost like someone has just grabbed hold of your soul. Oh, give that back. Bad scamp, bad scamp. Yeah, give, right. give that here, Causing, Causing, give it back. I, I pass it to her. Thank you. Oh, the, the feeling Ooh. goes away. Well, did that hurt you? I'm sorry. I... Yeah, then no, no, it's fine. I wasn't expecting that to be a thing. Well, that's disturbing. There's a sheep here. <laughs> You're linked to it. It makes sense. Um, Scamp, can you actually hear what we're saying? Can you understand us? Um, bleat, One bleat for yes, yes, two bleats for no. Yeah, two bleats <laughs> for no. <laughs> Scamp, if you do understand, you're an absolute fucker. Oh. Right, well, um, there's fuck all we can do about this, isn't there? I go back to eating the carpet. Yeah, From the next room, you, you, feel the sound, you hear soft padding sounds as a monkey wielding a, a long <laughs> knife comes in. Oh, the fucking menagerie's here. Stares hungrily at the sheep. I'm going to charge the monkey. <laughs> I guess make a, no. make a make an unarmed attack roll for yourself and an attack roll for Jeffrey. Um, well, Jeffrey um, has gotten a lot. Can he try and interpose himself 24. into this madness? Let's just stay well fucking out of <laughs> it, mate. The sheep got a well. It would just be strength, wouldn't it? Yeah. So three. Okay, I mean, which of the two would you like to try and stop? Because <laughs> uh, you can try and you can try and impose disadvantage on one of them. I'm going to try and attack. tackle Jeffrey okay. out of the way. Okay, well that doesn't stop the... Okay, I'll roll an initiative check against Jeffrey then to see which of you acts first. What room are we in? If you're in the dining room. Um, Celestia's going to sit at the far end of the dining table and just get out a bottle of fucking whiskey <laughs> and just swing it while this is happening. Fuck 22. Eight. Okay, uh, yeah. Make, a, make an, uh, make an uh, athletics check to Come grab on. Jeffrey. Make an acrobatics check for Jeffrey to the avoid. The fan artists are, like, fucking shitting themselves at uh, the start yeah. of this episode. Jesus. Oh, um... 
that's a... Oh, it's a 15. No, yeah, no, no, sorry, it's a 13. Jeffrey leaps nimbly out of your way and slashes uh, the sheep, uh, just stabs the sheep in the shoulder, apparently really wanting mutton. Roll damage. Nine. Is that enough to, uh, to, to like, have you got... Oh, that breaks the sheep, yeah. Uh, how many hit points does the sheep have? Four. Okay, you take five points of damage as you see Jeffrey slashes open the throat of the sheep. Uh. And you watch the sheep pause inside, blood spurting from its neck, and then suddenly the horns sink back in, the hair just falls off and burns away as clothes begin to emerge from the sheep's uh, as, uh, uh, naked skin. Uh, and the form of Scamp with a light cut across their neck uh, emerges. And Jeffrey is see. Jeffrey licks the blood from the uh, knife and then goes. I give Jeffrey a hug. And hugs you very tightly. Celestia just silently swigs whiskey. <laughs> like to self up a fucking pipe at this point. Yeah. Um, gently what smokes at the end of the, the table. Name? Roll an addiction check. Oh yeah, shit. Um, um, not addicted. Cool. What in the name of St. Manon's mandibles was that? Uh, <laughs> At this point, Clara walks in looking kind of bleary and tired. <laughs> it's just Jeffrey on top of Scamp's chest, causing standing over them at me at the end of the room with wide <laughs> eyes and a pipe hanging out of her mouth. And Leah <laughs> arrives shortly thereafter. Sorry, did I hear... Bleating. I don't even know how to catch you up on this one, darling. A lot's happened in the last 20 minutes. I was a sheep. That wasn't even the weirdest thing that happened in the last 20 minutes. Why were you a sheep, though? I just... I need a minute. Here. (sighs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Why were you a sheep? I don't know. Are you okay? Yes, Jeffrey saved me. Jeffrey slit your fucking throat. Jeffrey has a blood-soaked knife. (laughs) That was really, actually, genuinely terrifying because... What if he'd actually killed you? Honestly, don't scare me like that again. I'm sorry I involuntarily (laughs) turned into a sheep. Jeffrey hangs his head. How long would it have lasted if we hadn't killed you? I don't know. Because... The, la- the longest thing has been like a month. If you were a sheep for a month, that'd be really hard to deal with. Okay. Okay. Did you do your thing? No, you were a sheep and no, I got we were distracted. we visiting the turtles. <laughs> <laughs> he turns to Clara and says, don't ask. Right, so um, I've got twice more that I can use the stone until dawn, and then maybe straight after dawn we should also use it again so that I can get both of these years in and we can find out about the Doomsday Prophecy! Goes, <laughs> Basically, wait, the one we weren't going to talk about. Yeah, yeah true, so never mind. Just not... I suppose it doesn't really matter, does it? I don't know, it might not be a Doomsday Prophecy. We don't know what it is yet. It might be that... Also, was I was a... only not supposed to talk about how exactly I found the information. I wasn't told not to talk about the information. It might just be a day where everyone got naked and she wants you to see it. <laughs> I mean, it is uh, Olga. <laughs> Alright, look, look, look. Um, until we have a better idea of how this whole being able to see the future thing works, I think the, um, the most sensible thing to do is to ensure that the number of people who are aware of what future events might possibly be is as low as we can make it. Yeah, I mean 
Yeah, the one that we just looked at. Some of it some people need to know about. Yeah. What's the verdict on that one? Let's see what's, what, what it is in the future, then decide, maybe. Yeah, but I mean yeah. what, what I went to look at in the first place. Clara quietly is just sort of standing there watching you. I mean, I think she probably worked it out. She's smarter than me. You are very smart. I say looking at Clara. Yes. Um, but, I mean, is it helpful for people to know that? Should they know that? We know it. It feels unfair if they don't. But then if they know it, will it change it? Oh, fuck. I hate this. <sighs> okay. Bare bones. Less details. Yes. Not all the details. Okay. I mean, you might know already. You might know already. This feels a little like one of the times when after Olga stared into the stone, she would mutter about needing to strangle a chicken just to get the frustration out. Probably that. That sounds like... Does anybody have a chicken? Uh, no, 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 I was a sheep. You missed your chance. Well, you know, <laughs> I didn't think of killing you as the first solution to that problem. <laughs> well, that's where oh, you went wrong. We're all very grateful. Oh, <laughs> Sister takes a big track of her pipe. <laughs> okay. Coulson just pinches the bridge of his nose. So we need to look at these two dates. Yes, and also we could do looking in on my brother, but if it resets at dawn, we could quite easily do all three in the next couple yes. of hours. let's do that. Do your brother first. I need some breakfast. Shall, shall I, shall I, I look at my brother first? You threw up all the chocolate. I did, I need some breakfast. You threw up and turned into a sheep. <laughs> Did you, did you do those things at the same time? Yes! <laughs> Fucking hell! Ah! Oh. <laughs> I don't really know what to do with this. <laughs> Stare at your thingy. I'm I mean, should I, should I catch up Leah and Clara quickly before No, I we'll do, do it. You do it. We'll catch them up while you're... That's a very good idea. You two catch them up because you didn't actually directly see it either, so you might be better to do it than I would. Yes. Because right, you won't okay. give stuff away... We'll, the, yeah, we'll do that. That's How good. much information, or to look at it another way, what don't you tell Leah and Clara? Um, who was there? Okay. Um, the details of the will beyond the you. She knows that people are looking, and to, I didn't just tell her that. Just the dates. Okay. Just that Olga wants this. Just mention the yeah the the, the foreknowledge of the future thing. Yeah, Yeah, because I didn't mention to you that it was in a letter. I didn't mention to you that that was in the will. I purposely didn't mention where exactly I got that information from. So there's Um, something that's supposed to happen uh, in 2300 and one thing in 1963, both in uh, uh, Crosswater. And Olga's trying to change them somehow. All right. As you fill in uh, Clara and Leah on the details, Celestia, you begin the process of uh, focusing in upon uh, upon the spinning eye, and once again it spins and spins, and as it as you yeah. watch, it grows. Do I have to say a name, or can I just say, "Show me my brother"? You can just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so you do I say that. Spin it and go, show me my brother. And we, once again, the uh, circle spins and expands, growing wider and wider until it brings you back into that deep pool, the, the endless sea. <clears throat> hmm. 
Okay. Rolling for whether you get something relevant or not. Mm-hmm. Whether it's just having a poo. Is <laughs> <laughs> it a toilet full of turtles? Because I mean, we have problems. Day, oh no! Sleeping. It's probably sleep. To gloss over the exact details, as you step into the bubble of, and again, it's sort of a bubble of water, of water through which you step into a vision of what's happening, not in the past or the future, but the now. You find yourself in a room. Uh, it seems to be a surf- it seems to be from the construction of the uh, wooden plaster walls somewhere here on the surface. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is ru- uh, there is well reasonably well kept wooden flooring. Uh, there is not too much furniture in this room. The majority of it is an extensive bed, where uh, your brother is presently engaged. He's having sex, isn't he? <laughs> uh, with a half-elven prostitute. Oh, I didn't want to see that. I say, I say in the present. And yet, for the next ten minutes, oh, even as you turn away, fuck. you're forced to listen to it. No. <laughs> you are the worst person. You are just the that worst. That was a natural oh, one for relevant to your, uh, to your oh, inquiry. No. Um, can oh, I, like, no. look out some windows uh, and yes. see, so, like, it, can it, I have a look around yeah. the room? So you can have a look around the room. Whilst blocking my ears oh, and looking yeah. away from my brother having sex with a person. You try it. The, the, <laughs> the, uh, the curtains are drawn close, so... Uh, although, and you, you move to try and turn them, but your hands just sort of pass through it, and your hands themselves ripple like water as you do so, mm. rather than the objects around. Uh, but you can get a certain amount peering through the cracks. So I'm going to ask you for an investigation check. All my dice have been so bad to me today mm. that I literally don't even know which mm. one to roll at this point. I'm going to use the Stardust dice. So investigation. Mm. Um, 14. 14. Okay. Not horrendous. Peering around, uh, you take a look, you can, you can just faintly sort of, you get about the same level of hearing that you would have if you were physically present. <laughs> which I really don't want. Which you want. really don't <laughs> want right now. But also the same visual acuity, your ability to see in the darkness, which is important as while the room itself is lit, uh, the streets outside are not, and you're able to peer through the shutters. Uh, at the, there's both shutters and uh, curtains, and it's a uh, it, which means you have a limited view to draw through. But you can tell, hearing the sounds coming from beyond the walls, that this is not an isolated incident. You are clearly in some manner of brothel. Oh the, God! <laughs> uh, you are able to tell yeah, that the architecture brothel. is. Uh, Do I recognise the brothel? This is not the Lonely Shepherdess or the Silken Sail, although that's not good. a brothel anymore. You're not really sure what the current state of the silken sail is, uh, but mm-hmm. it does not re- it does not resemble the silken sail as it was when you went to it. Yeah. Uh, it does not appear to be the lonely shepherdess either. Cool. Uh, however, listening outside, you do you do hear one moment where a pair of late night drunks are stumbling home through the darkness, muttering to each other. I have had too much to drink, Pierre. <sighs> I can tell you I've had too much to drink. Come on, we got to get our way back to the barracks, or the or the sergeant is going to whip our skin from our bones. I told you we should not have tried the gnomish stuff. I'm never <laughs> going to look the same way. 
backgammon pieces again. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> this is a car crash. <laughs> they stumble past. Come on. Apparently the Duchess is going to inspect the tops tomorrow and we need to be in at least <coughs> passable shape. A bit by which point they kind of stumble out beyond the range of hearing. Okay. That's it's, helpful. You can't see a lot of the architecture um, beyond. It doesn't appear to be a street you recognise upon sight. I've not been here, yeah. Yeah. Or if it is, it's from an angle you don't recognise. Mm-hmm. Um, any, like, cues in what the buildings are made of? Anything the like bil- that that would the be architecture, helpful? If not, that's fine. Again, it's hard to tell from the little slit you have. The architecture seems to be Sulean in nature. It matches the current styles. Um, but cool. you can't see any obvious landmarks. You're kind of just like seeing across a street, mm-hmm. and the buildings are slightly too high for you to get a view of the skyline of the like the skyline of the yeah. city. You do appear. To, it does sound like you're in a city rather than a town. A city? Uh, judging from the just like little clues here and there, that, uh, like distant night sounds, it doesn't sound. You can't hear the countryside. Mm. In the same way. It sounds like a city. Yeah, cities it? have a sound. Like, yeah. yeah. Cool. I resolutely look out of the window for the rest of the ten minutes. He doesn't stop. Oh. <laughs> and ten minutes later, you mercifully... I sing to myself to cover the noise when I've got all the information <laughs> yeah. that I can <laughs> clean. I block my ears. Yeah. Um, I realise it's difficult to actually roll his... Uh, Wisdom save, but uh, he does not notice you doing it. Uh, anyway, so he's probably a bit distracted at the moment. <laughs> yeah, he's a little distracted. Yeah, so that kind of is quite in character. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, and uh, you're the blessedly the sound begins to fade as the bubble draws in. You are returned to the deep waters and <laughs> resurface back into the waking world. I need another drink. <laughs> you are having a bad night. <laughs> What did you see? He was having sex. Oh. He was having sex. With, I, I don't know why it's important, but, important, but with who? A prostitute, one assumes it was a brothel. I can oh. hear other pe- loads of other people doing it. And I mean, if it was a hotel, it was a pretty fucking exciting hotel. Right. <laughs> um, no idea where? Not really. I did I did hear some stuff. There were some drunk, drunk soldiers walking past. They had okay. Sulian accents. Um, they so, mentioned barracks, which is how I know that they were probably right. soldiers. And they said right. that the Duchess was coming to inspect the Ooh, troops tomorrow. Don't we know about a Duchess who's got control yes. of lots of infantry? Who's, who's the Duchess? Where's she? I definitely have notes somewhere. I've, I can't remember. Like, out uh, Roll an intelligence check. Thank you. I'm really struggling to remember. No, she she left the, uh, the capital a little while ago, terrible. didn't she? She um, somewhere else, I thought. So that's a 12. You you do remember a name. Uh, you don't think you ever saw her uh, because you didn't really attend the National uh, uh, Assembly meetings when they, they were around. But, uh, Corson but did. Corson yeah, did. did. And you both kind of recall the uh, that the Duchess uh, Duvond... Duchess Duvond... While I look at the... Was she an Alicent? Uh, she was an Alicent, uh, but is no longer. There we go. Duchess Luchette du Vendion. The Duchess du Vendion. Uh-huh. 
uh, and you recall that she and a lot of the no- of the royalist nobility left Alessant when the mm-hmm. uh, when the nationalist army arrived. Do we remember where they said they were going? Uh, I think with that 14, you remember that they ret- would have retreated to the south because the south of Seoul, with the exception of Portisales, which is kind of neutral, uh, is still is very much the monarchist stronghold. Okay, so he's in the south of Seoul yeah, somewhere. and fighting okay. against the, ro- uh, the uh, more uh, republicanist north. So south of Seoul, so not actually that nearby. Hmm. I mean, not ridiculously far. That's oh, comforting if, it, I re- if the oh. reason he's, he's here is to find you. But wouldn't your parents be proud? <laughs> I'm never having sex ever again. Like, that's... Aren't you guys super racist? Wouldn't that be... Isn't that a thing that you're not meant to... It was... What race she? was half-elven, so... On the, on the scale... On the, on the racism scale, kind of... Kind of dirty... Ooh. But not like with a full, but not as bad as full blood human. Half elven, so um, would be sort of seen as a bit gross, but not really anything to ruin a person's reputation. Your people are awful. I know. Yes. I Just can't, the worst. I can't really sugarcoat how bad that is. Um, so it's not even useful blackmail. No, I just like uh, listen to my brother have sex for ten minutes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Me well, too. I'm sorry you had to hear that or yeah, witness that. I'm not sure I can ever unhear that. Really, I'm gonna go get some more bread. Also, like, oh, it confirms that he like has a sex drive, and I really wasn't. Uh, ooh, I'm not sure well, I wanted to know that. It's he's younger sk- than you are, isn't he? A little bit, yeah. Well, but like, right. ugh. I don't know, it's just a bit scary that he, like, fucks people. Scarier than the fact Hang he on. kills people? No, I need to retcon that. Yeah, he is... I think, I'm sorry, I've got my siblings in the wrong he order. He is slightly older In the wrong you, order. I, I am... I'm middle child. Okay. Yeah, he is slightly Adrin older. Adrin is older than me. Quilena is younger. Um, I have actually mentioned this in character yeah, yeah, before. I don't know why I got that wrong. I just... No, sorry. Um, I was just double-checking because in my own head. you spent ten minutes watching your brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. He's older, actually. Quilena's younger. Oh, I see. Right. Um, doesn't make it less weird. No, it really doesn't. Oh no! But it's just—it's just who he is you as well. He's such a fucking psycho. I don't want to think Ooh. about him. I mean, he's also my brother, but also Ooh. nutter. Ooh. You have another go in your weird little eye thing. I'm gonna go get some more breakfast. I'll make you some breakfast. Have you not had enough breakfast? My belly feels weird. You did, you did throw up, I yeah. suppose. You probably got nothing That's in probably it. probably my dinner gone Maybe too. don't go for chocolate, though, because you'll throw it back up again. I make no promises! And I run out the room. Fucking hell, <laughs> right. Well, should we start with 1963, then? Might as well. You're going to start with 1963? Fuck okay. it, yeah. Well, I figured Close chronologically. It. Yeah, no. Because no. I want to see it, like, in order. I feel like that'll be more helpful. <clears throat> okay, so... Regent, preserve us. I mean... Are we even ready for this? So not, that's why I'm getting breakfast. <laughs> Scout's like, fuck this, bye. Um, I mean, maybe it'll wipe out the memory of my brother having sex. Maybe that'll, maybe it'll help if I see some destruction oh. of the entire world. Maybe that'll erase it. I can well believe that right now you're... Uh... You're sceptical that anything can drive that uh, particular image from your mind. No, but that was never something mind. I needed to see. Also, now every time I have sex, I'm going to be like, is someone scrying on me? Not that, you know, I've been having loads of sex, but, you know, now I'm never doing it again. 
Well, hopefully, Dio just has, has a pair of raised eyebrows worry about that. this whole time. That wasn't pointed. That oh shit, that sounded really bad. It's okay. I didn't want the mental image of your brother having sex, so I'm really sorry that you had the physical one. Yeah, it's not. It's not an image of any kind that you need, really, is it? Well. I really wasn't saying anything by that. That wasn't. I know. I just. I know. I just meant that I never yeah. want to have sex again because I feel like someone's going to be watching me from an unseen place. So also. And now that I know those exist, I don't want to either. No. No. Ever again. Never again. No. <laughs> she reaches over, takes some of your whiskey, <laughs> your whiskey yeah, bottle, whiskey. uncorks it, has a solid swig before corking it, handing it back. Yeah, don't. Uh... Anything I say is going to make this worse. Um, so just know that none of that was actually directed at you to any capacity. Um, I'm going to I'm going to look into the future now okay. because nothing can be worse than this. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> yeah, like... everyone's going to be naked and having sex. It's going to be your whole it's family. A huge orgy with everyone I know. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> in 1963, 1963. in Crosswater. Yeah. I mean, the whole town. But I, I, I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you stare into the um, uh, into these. Uh, stone it spins it expands you find yourself back in the in the distant deep and this time you feel yourself heading down down deeper and deeper into the blackness the light above grows faint and then dark and is gone you feel like you're drifting closer to something something far far below Give me a perception check. Oh, I'm rolling so badly today. <laughs> Eight. Just just a flicker for a moment of something far below you. Like a faint yellowish light just for a moment and then it's gone. But now you see something coming up closer in the through the darkness. A wavering image of city streets. The bubble approaches you and you feel yourself press through the water. When you blink, it's you actually have to reach into your pocket and get the... You don't know if they're even real here, but in some way you seem to still have your sunglasses. <laughs> um, because it is bright outside. It is a bright sunny day the cloud the sky is blue there are a handful of clouds and you step and you it takes you a moment to realize where you are about the only thing that's still similar to what it used to be are the docks of crosswater here and there even there's even at one point a jetty you still recognize from the time you were here it's actually the same jetty you stood upon when you saw the whale spirit descend into the water and as you look around, uh, you look up around and you see Crosswater has grown wider, but taller, ridiculously taller. There are buildings here of high grey stone. No, wait, you, you've seen this before in older structures. It's, it seems to be concrete, a material that's not really been seen properly since the Tyrian Empire. 
um, high, high, hundreds of feet higher in a few cases, spearing up above the skyline. There are wide streets covered in some sort of black stone that shimmers in the sunlight, and there is a wall of sound. Not just the sounds of people and uh, like chattering moving forth, hum uh, but there are people thousands of them, humans, halflings, maybe tens of thousands, just going about their day-to-day -day life. There are dragonborn, uh, there, are, uh, there are orcs, and... Tieflings? Uh, based on the most likely current set of events, yes. Walking openly, and not... Uh, although here and there people are still keeping a little distance, but walking openly. Hasn't gone entirely by this time. But there is much more, it seems there is much more acceptance. And a larger proportion of goblins, actually, as well. Mm -hmm. um, which was a species you never really saw in Crosswater. Any drow? Based on the most likely events. Yes. Again, walking openly. There is occasional distrust. Like, there are occasional, again, some people give them, give them look uh, give them space the drow that you do see seem to be wearing everyone here by the way is wearing clothing which is ridiculously colorful dyes have apparently become much cheaper in the future or something has happened uh you see people wandering around with simple shirts cut off at the sleeves with colorful logos and strange designs on them um wandering around the drow that you do see, they wear sunglasses, but they all seem to be quite stylishly dressed. They seem to be well off. Um, there are some who are less uh, who are less so. There are still newsboys selling newspapers, shouting, uh, screaming about uh, the apparently the cross. Huh, apparently the Crosswater Sentinel has survived at this time. <laughs> As if. Um, uh, but uh, and there are stranger things too. Uh, there are almost no horses. No, no, but but there are still carriages, and made of brightly painted steel, you see horseless four-wheeled vehicles driving across the roads. <laughs> and there is a loud sort of <laughs> strange sounds that fill the streets. From every uh, from what you see, um, there that far above you hear just a sound, and you look up and you can see it looks like a almost like a high bird of steel with wings fixed in place, slowly crossing its way over the sky, leaving a trail of cloud above. The world is vastly different and you can see spirits floating around still um, just following people in their day-to-day -day lives and you watch this for about five six seven minutes as the world just continues life is as life is people still bicker they argue they buy Have food a walk around they walk just... around then you notice the spirits seem to notice something and they all begin moving towards the docks. Groups of them at a time. I follow them. Flakes of them. 
you can't really move from this position. Like you can move, you can move around a little, but okay. uh, you can move. Actually, no, it's crosswater, so you can move only a certain distance off the docks. Curiously, you find that you can walk upon the surface of the water in this vision, mm. um, just because it's you're not exactly here. But the spirits all seem to leave and just flee out to sea. The people don't seem to have noticed at first, but then you hear a strange sound, a wailing, like like some strange keening, uh, like a, a siren sound that goes and just repeats over and over. People seem to know what this is. They, they grow frightened. There is terror. Uh, they start running. Others begin holding each other. Some run and, uh, into what seem to be shelters, basements underground, lifting up things. And then you hear a sort of distant sound. And you can see that the, the sky seems to be growing lighter. And you look back towards the city and you see a wall of light and sound just expanding towards you. It's only because it started somewhere else that you have even seconds to see it, but everything it passes through just seems to disintegrate in its passing. The wall passes through you. You cannot feel heat here. Yeah. Um, but... But it looks hot, I'd imagine. Well, I'm going to ask you for a constitution save to avoid being blinded and deafened. Okay. by what you can see and hear for a time. Good thing we just levelled up and I took a little tiny bit of gone. <laughs> oh, it's still a three, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm um, a four, so, you know. Yeah, the light, as far as you can tell, for the next two minutes that you're visioning, the light seems to continue for at least another minute, um, but by the time it begins to fade, it's you like you you feel like your retinas are scarred by what you've seen there is just roaring wind you it's it's so hard to see and hear anything and it can and that's and that confusion continues until you feel the bubble close around you and yourself dragged up back up 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 through the water until you return to your own body there are just it's like a sort of purplish black afterimage over everything. It's like hard. If you take a flash photo. Yeah, it's like... hard to really see anything. Everything sounds faint and distant. You see, the, the, the pair of you see Celestia sort of blink and. Imagine mm. I hunch over the table a bit, like, "Ooh, you all right?" I think so. Oh, my eyes aren't really like working. It was a lot. Oh. Ah, my ears are ringing. Come on, let me see. Let me see. Uh, I'm gonna do my best to gently examine mm. her. Give me a medicine check. Okay, that is a thirteen. As you do some couple of tests, chesting around, Celestia's not really following your movements very clearly. She might be partially blind. Nothing, although nothing that a, that a lesser restoration won't cure. But, Done. Boom. Yeah, yeah, as you, as the, the, as the ambivalent octopus gently rests its tentacles too? around your ears and eyes, you feel a strange pulse of energy, and as it removes them away, you can now see and hear clearly again. Oh, thank you. Do you want some breakfast? In a minute, one, darling. My biscuit sandwiches. Biscuit sandwiches sound fantastic. Um, what did you see that required a lesser restoration to cure? Fuck, was it that much? Okay. Oh, well. Um, 
I'm not sure where to start here, guys. The future's really weird. There are sort of metal carriages without horses pulling them, and they make growling sounds like they're alive. And there's metal birds. Ooh. Yeah. Their wings don't move, but they're metal birds is the best way I can describe them. Everything's really tall and really loud and... I mean, Scamp, I have some good news. There were tieflings. Yay. No hoods or anything, they were just there. I mean, I got the feeling that some people were still a bit wary, but not everyone. And they were out. That's nice. They were walking... Yeah. Like, openly. Yeah, drow too. This is wow. 160 years away? Yeah, but I mean, that's not ridiculous, actually. No. I might live to see the start of it. You might. But I mean, this... this That's good. We know that it's maybe going to happen at some point. It's not completely impossible. And that made you go blind? No. What made you go blind? So... It was just like a normal day for a while. Everything was really loud and people were talking to each other and people didn't really seem any different, but there were tiefling and drow just out there, which isn't really a thing you see these days. And there was lots of metal stuff and everything was really tall and well, people's clothes were like really colourful. Obviously, dyes have got better. Like, it was really cool. Um, but then the, the spirits, there, there are still spirits, of course. They, um, they all rose up into the air and they ran away across the ocean and then there was this um this noise this sort of round and round wailing noise it was really loud but everyone knew what it was no one was surprised by it and they all went and hid in little underground bunkers like a or warning or an alarm maybe like like an alarm like when I do the silver string thing maybe like an alarm like a really loud one though that everyone could hear and everybody knew what it was this had happened before obviously because they all had places that they went and it, it looked sort of like they were scared but it was planned okay and then this thing came out of the sky it was just like this big ball of light and fire and noise and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and it passed through me and I feel like if I if I was there I would have been burnt to a crisp as it was the sound of the light just killed me for the next two minutes and can I do a fireball but bigger like undescribably bigger like city big oh and brighter and louder and And like I say, I, I went I went a bit blind and deaf. My ears just sort of were ringing and my eyes wow. didn't work properly, even worse than when I came back here. Like, they were still funny when I came back to the room, but there was just nothing for a bit. And then I came back. But if I had to guess, I don't think there was a crosswater after that. I don't think there could have been. It was too big, even with how tall it was and... With everything being made of concrete, I just don't see... Concrete? Yeah. Everything was made... Well, most things were made of concrete. The, the building was very different. I only recognised it as crosswater because of the jetty being the same shape. It was where we stood when we saw that big whale spirit thing. And we stood about there. Amazing. When you killed my parrot. 
don't get on me about the fucking parrot this morning. <laughs> Just don't even start with the parrot shit right now. So, this is presumably the thing that is supposed to end the world? Surely at least end Crosswater. Maybe even more. It might even... It might even have been bigger than Crosswater. Like I said, it was so big that I kind of couldn't see how big it was. Was it a spell? If it was a spell, it was a fucking big spell. But I mean, that's the best explanation I can think of, to be honest. That's terrifying. We don't know or what magic like can do in the future. People bomb might things. It could it be a... like a really big grenade, maybe. Yeah. It could be like that. Was it or... a physical thing or a a ball of light? Big ball don't of light. Know, then. Light and heat. I like I couldn't feel Oof. the heat, but I. You know when something yeah. looks hot. White hot. You don't need to touch your flame or go near it to know it's hot. You know. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. At, at the very least, the end of Crosswater, and as I said, I, I couldn't see how big it was. That's how big it was. I couldn't tell. It could have been the whole continent, for all I know. It could have been the whole world. Okay. It could have been the end of everything. But I suppose it can't be, because 2300. Well, we don't know what we're going to see then. She did say that it didn't matter where we looked at in 2300. But it might be worth looking at. Yeah, crosswater is probably still the best bet so we can see the difference, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's worth when dawn hits doing that. Yeah. Because I think that's the best way to piece it together. Also, then I'll still have two charges for the rest of the day, so we're not being ridiculous. Give yourself some time to recuperate, though. Yeah. Breakfast. Breakfast. I mean, well, it sounds like what you've seen is disquieting, to say the very least. Yeah. In a sort of almost literal as well as uh, metaphorical sense. I can't really get it out of my head. Mm. Also, it's amazing how much things can change. Are you sure you want to look? Yeah, I am. You don't want to leave it a while. No, let's rip the plaster off, as it were. Okay. Well, I think look, it... I think mulling on this for twenty four hours and then trying it then would actually be worse. I think I'd rather have breakfast, let dawn pass, and get on with it because I think that's. I think the worry of it will be worse than the actual facts. Okay. I agree, but also, at least for for a little while. That that's as fairly conclusive proof as any of us are ever likely to have that there is going to be a future. Yeah, I mean, it depends what we see in 2300, darling. Might be a brief future. But a future where tieflings are out. And they're all dead. Yeah. And they're all dead. But, like, <laughs> we can work on that bit. You know? Yeah. That's really encouraging. I mean, it's a fucking start, isn't it? Well, look... That's weird was... amount of drow on the surface as well. I wonder what's happened to the Underdark. Strange. That's, that's a good question. I mean, were they just out and walking yeah, around there. the same as anyone else? I mean, a little like with tieflings, a couple of people looked a bit wary of them, but nothing nothing really bad. Nothing like what it is now with tieflings. Yeah. Drow are about nice. the same. As to what you were saying, Scamp, there was a time when I was 
back visiting Molly and Little Corson, and he and I were uh, out on the beach making sandcastles. I like sandcastles. Yeah. Who doesn't like sandcastles? Anyway, um, as was inevitable, the tide came in and washed them away, and we built them up again, and tide came in and washed them away, (laughs) and I said to him at the time, you know, this is a... This is actually a very uh, important life lesson here, son. Is that even if ultimately the tide is going to come in and wash away your sandcastle, the time you spent making it is time well spent. Hmm. And you're fucking wise. Do you know that? You're very sweet. I like you. Would you like a biscuit sandwich? Yes, please. I warn you, it's just three biscuits in a pile. (laughs) (laughs) He he takes them and sort of munches pensively, and I say, well, look, when you only see your your son, well, let's face it, not as much as uh, you honestly should, you have to cram in as much good parenting as you possibly can. Yeah. You're a very good parent. Very sweet. Thank you. You can be Celestia's new parent if you like. She needs some new ones. I'm not even going to debate that, <laughs> but I don't think you're my parent. I think, I think we're I friends. I will settle for good friend for now. I think that's something else that uh, Celestia has been in short supply of until she met us. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look over at Leah briefly. You look up, Leah is gone. She uh, slipped what? out of the room without any of you noticing. Clara is just sitting quietly. She has something in her hands. It just looks like a um, like a little bit of white rock or something. She's just tumbling it between her fingers. Just seems to be lost in thought. She looks up when you look at her. I think, what you got there, Clara? Oh. Um, waves it. Saint's finger bone. Ah. Fair enough. Just was that the thing you were making the uh, healing potions out of, or the, no, yes, no, the the, um... the, the holy water? I ah. still have... yes. You didn't Just see where Leah went, did you? Yeah. Uh, she went over to the kitchen. Okay. Maybe you should go. I'm gonna go her. check on Leah. We'll stay here. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. Clara, you okay? Just. Soaking it in, trying to, <coughs> trying to see if I can um, figure this out. Okay. You and the rest of us, I think. I'm gonna go check on Leah. I'm getting worried. All right. You um, see, Leah is in the kitchen by a stove. Do you take the um, the eye with you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Always. Okay. Yeah. She's in the kitchen. She's by the, by the stove. She's. Uh, put various pieces of firewood underneath it and seems to be just working with some tinder and flint and steel and is just stubbornly trying to get the tinder to light. Are you okay? Um, if I'm hearing you right, you just... You just saw... I don't even know what, a spell that can destroy cities? Yep. 
I quietly just click my fingers and like the same with prestidigitation so that she doesn't have to struggle. She nods quietly, closes closes it a bit, closes the grate, and you see she's already gotten... There are some barrels of water in here. She's filled up a kettle. Yeah, that's that's basically what happened. I um, just thought everyone could do with some, some tea. Yeah, you know, tea... Tea would be good. There might be more yet. We've got another year to look at. I just think it's worth getting it all done in one go, though, I think. This isn't going to get any better if we leave it for 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. You said you need to... We're going to wait till dawn for the next one. Yeah, so... Tea and breakfast? Tea and breakfast? Is there anything I can do for you? She kind of shudders for a moment, then... Sort of leans her back against the warmish stove. Still not, it's not quite hot, hot yet. Sinks down and just sort of presses her knees to her chest and roll, folds her arms around them. I'm going to sit in the same position, but about like two feet away to give her space. Uh, Her regent. Yep. I mean, I don't believe in the regent, but I get the sentiment. (sighs) I don't even know what to do with this information, Leah. I... I just wanted... You know, I wanted to be an artist or a sculptor or something. Maybe you still can. Maybe, you know, amongst the piracy and the surgery... Um, uh, I just killed two men and threw them on to blazing hot copper. I haven't really thought about that. Yep. That, that happened. Yeah. It's kind of the, f- I don't know why, but the shock of, like, of this is, actually made that come up in my mind. I hadn't really thought about it. There were other things, but, um... Oh, I am not okay. I know. Okay. I think think that's fair. Yeah. I wouldn't expect you to be. Not after everything. I don't know how you're still upright. sure how I'm still upright maybe ever actually (laughs) that wasn't a sentence but you know what I mean I understand I guess we've just been moving forward Uh, what happens when we stop do we stop do we ever stop I'd like to stop one day I'd like, I'd like to have a little studio somewhere and... Do paintings. <laughs> do paintings or sculptors, although after reading Michelle's um, journal, I feel a little weird about that, but... Hey, we've not read anything weird about paintings. Yeah, paintings are still nice. True. This is true. <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, hell, you'll have a lot of material. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to write songs. <laughs> all I wanted to get out for really 
Maybe I can get. I'm us, not. This get... <laughs> this isn't a pressure thing. I'm not trying to call in anything. But I literally wanted to leave the underdog to write songs and be with you. Um, that was about all I had planned, and um, then everything happened. Well, you know, maybe after we've again no pressure at all. Freed you know that. the slaves and saved the world and saved the future <laughs> and um all of that we i i can get a little studio down the road from <laughs> um fr- from your i don't know like a concert hall or maybe Fucking just, just stadium just, darling uh, come from on your stadium and we can <laughs> You know, when we can meet up every day and get tea and biscuit sandwiches, maybe not biscuit sandwiches, maybe just normal sandwiches. (laughs) And look back on all of this and and laugh. Or cry, depending on how it goes. That would be nice, wouldn't it? That sounds lovely. (laughs) Feels like a pipe dream, though, doesn't it? But it's a nice one. There are so many Fuck ways. Fuck it, let's hang on to that. There are so many ways we can die getting to that point. Yeah. That yeah. is stupid. How are there ways to die on the way to, towards getting an artist studio? And okay, maybe the stadium. I mean, you know, there's bound to be some competition. I mean, I'd there. settle for a pub, darling. Yeah, yeah, a pub she, would be fine. I point, love drinking. <laughs> <laughs> we can get you know maybe we can set you up with a pub. At this point she is quite openly crying, but <laughs> I kind of offer her an arm, but I don't put one round her. She holds a hand up, but Okay. I then I stay in my spot like two feet away. Reaches out and offers a hand. I hold it. And grips yours quite tightly. <sighs> I've got you. always have regardless of anything else thanks I think if we think about the entire future all of the time we're both going to go mad I think the way to deal with this is to think a little smaller you know what are we doing tomorrow Even what we're doing tomorrow is quite scary right now. <laughs> <laughs> to try and read a city of Sorkin. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. But I feel like that's somehow... You know, in the wake of... the literal end of the world... Yeah. That feels like a much more solvable problem somehow. It does, doesn't it? I guess, you know, perspective. Yeah. also i think i might be like attached to this thing now i hold the kraken's eye up when Corzin took it it hurt um so that that is terrifying yeah i'm just not gonna think about it too hard because fuck it at this point at some point we should but i think (laughs) we've got quite a lot on our plates right now fuck me um I can't imagine how sweaty my fucking hand is at this point. I'm sorry. It's, you know, it's it's like holding on to like an oily sponge. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there is a gentle kettle. Tea. 
Lots of tea. And Staten's up. Oh, that warmed my back up nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And you know, uh, um, you know, I'm not sure I should say this because I don't want you to think there's any expectation attached. And um, you know, nothing like that. As friends is um, great. But just in case, you know, we die in tomorrow or in the next hour or in the next couple of months, um, I love you. She sort of stands in front of the kettle for a moment. And, um, as I say, no expectation at all. It just felt important to say, and I love you as a friend as well, and that's great. That was, that was probably stupid. It wasn't. Turns around, kind of eyes kind of red and puffy. <laughs> uh, walks over to Destin's cupboard, takes up a, uh, a set of china teacups, starts uh, setting them on a tray. I help. Get some of the... Uh, Rather fancy teas he has. Lab Sang Sushong. Lovely. Pours it into, kind of directly just into the kettle, gets a strainer, sets it down. Stares at the tea. You alright? You ready for people? You can sit on the floor and be weird for a bit longer if you need. <laughs> I love you too, but I can't do more than friends. Friends is great. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, I'm, I'm lucky to have you as a friend. You... You're damn right you are. <laughs> <laughs> and You know I'd never ask more. I am very grateful. As much as I didn't for everything, despite everything I thought that you'd come to the surface for, I'm glad to, s I'm glad to see you again. Yeah, I've missed you. <sighs> All right, let's. Um, you ready? Let's go serve some tea. Okay. <laughs> she picks up the tray. Puts it down, gets a, one of the dishcloth towels. There are embroidered kittens all over it. Oh, God. <laughs> Stares at it for a moment, then rolls her eyes and dabs her eyes. Darling, you've got a handkerchief. <laughs> oh, yes. Blue <laughs> one, I brought you it. You always forget about it. Takes the handkerchief out. Blows you have her to eyes. look at the fucking kittens. Blows her nose into it a bit. Whew. Yeah. Okay. You should probably drink some water as well, darling. You, I, 
We've got some tea. It'll, Good. It'll do. Do you, do you want the kitten? Um, no, bird? I don't want that anywhere near me. Okay. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Well, I've just had enough of fucking I have just cats snotted. recently, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have just snotted all over this handkerchief, so I'm not going to offer it to you, but... Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just... I've got sleeves, I'm fine. <laughs> she give, she steps forward and gives you a one a, quite a stiff sort of one-armed hug, which then... I hug her back for as long as she wants. into a full hug. Okay. Let's go face the future. Yeah. Takes up the tea. Steps in. Okay, who wants some ridiculously expensive halfling tea? I'll go for that. It tastes like fires. Are there biscuits? Uh, yes. How many biscuits have you had? I don't know. Then again, it's a hard morning. I pour some whiskey into my tea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fuck it at this point. Cheers. <laughs> Whiskey and lapsang souchong. It's a smoky sort of taste. I, I think it tastes amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a whiskey and tea person in real life, so yes. <laughs> Not in the way Celestia is, though. Don't worry about me too much, so <laughs> It's an occasional thing that tastes good rather than a thing you, I do um, in the morning. <laughs> you, you break your fast, um, or although you've not really been fasting, some of you, uh, on <laughs> biscuits, continuously. Uh, tea and whiskey. You're going to be shitting carpet, uh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I've eaten a lot of carpet. <laughs> and until um, you fight, until... Through the heavily, through the through the closed curtains and the iron bars on the windows, you see the dim first light of dawn, and you can feel Celestia. Although that connection drained for a time, it's slowly and over the hour or so it takes for the sun to rise, wells back up strong as it, it was before. That's quite scary. Mm, I don't like any of this. Yeah, I think it's ready again. Okay. I can feel it. Does that mean my bowl's reset as well? Chocolate! <laughs> Apparently your bowl resets at a later point in the day. Aww. Don't you think you should go a bit easy on that after <laughs> what happened earlier? chocolate. Oh, you're right. Whiskey. Whiskey. It's still not working. <laughs> 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 oh. Should we just go for this then? Yes. I think delaying's going to make it worse. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm. Um. I think maybe I'm just going to say this. I think when I do this, at least one person should be keeping an eye on me because oh, it I'm feels, not going anywhere. It feels really weird. We're really, really not going anywhere at this point. Good. Just just for a future note, I think I think we should make that a rule. I know it's boring because you're just watching me stare at a stone for twenty minutes, but um, I think it's just sensible. At this point, we don't know that anything can happen. <laughs> you could turn Stop. into a sheep. Stop talking yeah. like this, both of you. <laughs> I'm gonna take it down the rest of my whiskey tea and spin the stone in the middle of the table yeah. and say, "Cross water twenty three hundred." As you stare into it, it grows once again. By the way, mark two more tallies wow, on future. I was just God. thinking about that. I hate oh, you. Oh, God. As the... This is so terrifying. Oh. <laughs> the, the 
the circle expands and you find yourself deep, deep in the sea. And again, dragged down, down, down into the darkness. Does it feel further down if it's further in the future? Further down, yeah. Okay, interesting. There's a bubble that floats up to you. And as you step through, you feel like, again, because you stated quite a wide area, you can walk around quite freely. And you feel like you're in the place you were before, but there are no docks now. Mm -hmm. You are on the edge. In fact, um, the shore is a little further away. It seems that the maybe the land has risen or the sea has sunk, as the edge of the shoreline is now a good 200 feet further off towards where the sea was. Um, more than a few things catch your eye. Oh no. <laughs> it is cold. You can't feel it, but you can tell. There is snow and ice pretty much everywhere. The ground looks hard and solid, what little of it you can see. And strangely, it's like you kind of walk over the snow or you can even step kind of into it, but you don't really get solid tactile sensations more than a sense that you are on some sort of floor. Mm -hmm. Um, And the wind roars and rushes around you. You look up, the sky is completely overcast. It's daylight, but the light is so dim. It's daylight on a thick cloudy day, and the clouds stretch across the whole sky. There are skeletons of buildings, fragments just still here, just uh, clumps of rubble that inexplicably have survived, tall skeletons of bent-over, half-melted, what looks like steel girders that have long since rusted to a deep brown, broken, crumbled in places. You can walk around quite freely, and as you look around, you can feel... It's strange, like something about, although you're not really here, when you walk over places, you can hear the sound that your feet would make, the crunching of snow, and when you find dirt, the soft of almost like a fine sort of sand beneath you in places, you see walking around, there are a couple of tufts of some sort of dull, grayish green grass that extend in places it takes you a long while to walk until you see more solid uh, ground there are no trees you see no animal life that you can easily detect like people give me a perception check or I guess investigation because you've got 10 minutes to search around That's really good. Um, I'm going to go investigation because I'm okay. better at it, yeah, frankly. Yeah. Um, 22. 
and you scour, you set off at a run, trying to cover as much ground as you can. I feel like I panic and start looking for yeah, anyone. Yeah, just start looking yeah. for anything. You find cl- crawling up near the dull greyish clumps of grass, there is a cockroach, which uh, oh, clambers out from some rocks and feeds on a couple of small, strange-looking ant-like creatures, which have been uh, cutting off bits of the leaf. Nothing larger than that. Wow. You find... Um, you do find something, though. Uh, it's just a little bit covered by the snow, but you can see there was some sort of door here once of solid steel. It's a little outside the city, like a huge circular door, like the like the ones that um, were around uh, Destin's place. And you kind of it seems because it seems to be within the remit of the of the place you've said, you feel like you can press against it and though you feel your whole body seem to be watery, you're able to step in and through. There's no light in here. Actually, no, would there be? There is a light actually. <laughs> no, there are there is a yellow light uh, a yellowish white light coming from uh, a stone studded into the ceiling, what you recognize as a mage light. Uh-huh. You peer back and you can see the steel has melted in places, just sealed shut around stone. You step deeper into this hidden vault, passing through another steel door. And you find skeletons. Hundreds of skeletons in what seems to have been some sort of shelter. You can, your eyes, what you find tells a story from discarded, what seemed to be paper or some sort of strange, more flimsy material wrappers, emptied out what seem to be metal tins, which is curious but you can see just how there are faded pictures of them on of things like beans and cabbages and so on um you've not really seen these tins before but from the labels obviously obviously there was food in there and you see gnaw marks on some of the bones it looks like at one point there were the, the, the place is lit. The mage stones are still lit. But there's no reason they wouldn't be because they don't really run out, do yeah. they? You find one place where there was clearly a large area devoted to growing what you would guess were one, would have been crops or, light, or, or food of some sort. But you can only tell because the, the withered, empty remains of tree trunks are still here. The ground is dry and fallow. Whatever was supposed to grow here... It didn't work. It didn't work. Or it's or gone. It's gone. Something. And it doesn't look like there was a big sort of explosion or something. It just looks like they it frankly failed. starved to death and it didn't yeah, work. It looks like, yeah. yeah, everyone here starved to death. And... 
Like how many hundred? Like how big scale are we talking? Like very big? Doing a rough count in the ten minutes you have, and it's really more like three minutes, you'd you'd estimate. Mm, give me an intelligence check, actually. Okay. Um, that is a seventeen. You want to say there might have been as many as three thousand people? Oh God. Mm. Just like from the number you've had and kind of extrapolating what you could guess about the size of this vault complex, but mm-hmm. but it didn't work. Whatever this place was meant to carry them through, it didn't work. As you step out into through the uh, through the steel door, feeling this last minute remaining, these last few seconds, you stare out at the handful of signs that civilization was ever here. These ragged bones of a city, the much shrunken sea, it feels like some strange endless winter, and the roaring winds, until the bubble fades around you and you feel yourself dragged back up to the surface. Can I see Celestia blink and lean back? Stare at the stone. Are you blind again? Nope. No, I can see fine. That bad, huh? Yeah. What did you see? Are you sure you want to know? Was there anyone left? Nah. Okay. And um, I hate to say this, but in the um, original vision it was stated that I could have looked anywhere and seen the same thing but I might as well look at Crosswater for continuity's sake so I would guess that everywhere else was the same Um, it was Crosswater but um, there was just like like these metal skeletons where buildings should have been and they were all melted and burned and and um clearly some people had survived for a bit because there was a big sort of metal vault cave thing and it was just full of skeletons I would guess that uh, it looked like they tried to grow crops they were eating food out of metal tins and uh, it looked like they'd starved to death maybe a few of them had tried to um try to survive on each other before the end good three thousand skeletons ish oh obviously that's a guess there was nothing there's nothing left anything i saw alive were cockroaches so why was why was that significant why the fuck wouldn't that be significant I mean, in in context of what uh, what you'd you'd seen before, so um, so so this thing happened, and then people survived for a while, and was this the point where they were just there was no one left? No one. Maybe it's just a date in the future. Like maybe it has no significance other than it's 
300 years on and nothing's changed everything's still gone yeah or maybe that's the point where where everything is gone by you know what i mean maybe yeah. maybe no like a couple of that. years before there were still some people that's terrifying because it's hard to tell how old a skeleton is mm. let's be honest yeah. i mean once it's a skeleton it's horrible it's kind of done all the big rotting hasn't it yeah <sighs> yeah no anima and, um, undead even no nothing no animate undead nothing. no spirits you saw there weren't any spirits either just nothing but the the anima undead rot away eventually to if they don't have anything to eat, they just... Yeah. That's true. So it's long enough that that's happened, or something's changed and they're not coming back. Yeah. No spirits is really scary. Yeah, I mean... They all fled, said, didn't they? You said in the original they vision they, they left, or they were going. Maybe they they went somewhere safe. Maybe, Maybe they somewhere didn't come back. Where would they have gone there? Out into the sky? Like into the sea? Yeah, it was it was um it was cold as well. Not that I could feel it, but lots of snow it It's gonna sound strange, but it felt like it had been cold for a long time. Like a really long time. That right, long winter uh... feeling, but bigger. The sea was further back as well, like it had um, retreated a bit. I don't know if can, any of this is significant, but... Can I roll a nature check to see if uh, Corzin will have heard of anything that would have uh, uh, done this? Because there is a natural phenomena that might do something Roll like this. a nature check. But, yeah. Okay, that's uh, 13. There is a legend. <laughs> there is a legend um, among halflings of a time long ago. In the days before the... Uh, I believe there are mountains. Let's uh, double check my notes. Uh, yes, before the hills of Feroz uh, became. Oh, actually, no. You would actually be. You could actually do better than that. But in the days before the uh, Volk, uh, before the mountains of Cairnon uh, became dormant, extinct, and still, when they still lived in the distant past and could uh, grow uh, and could uh, burst forth with fury as you've heard uh, some of the mountains in Haldanos do or in and in other places um, that there was a great eruption that blotted out the sky for almost a year and that it was cold and wintry for a generation to come thereafter. Uh, and many halflings left the, their ancestral homeland of Cairnon in that time 
in order to survive. I relay this. Right. Uh, so. I might add that if it's something on that scale, then we're talking about a a literal force of nature here. Or is it, you know, with what I saw before, it could be a spell. If people have uh, learned how to... It could be a big uh, bomb, it could be... If people have learned how to harness the forces of nature to that extent at some point in the future, then the... Well, uh, quite apart from it being terrifying, it's... It's something that the... The use of is the thing that uh, would ensure that there's no people left. What do we even begin to do about this? This is the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. I... We need to talk to Olga. What if I, I think... picked up here? I'll look at the arms think... table. Well, look, look, the, uh, like we said at the beginning of this whole, uh, venture, knowing the future, the details of the future, means you have at least some influence over how future events can transpire. So, that being the case, we know that this is a, is a future that can happen. Let's do what we can to make sure it doesn't. But that's what Olga's been doing. And we've been trying to stop her. She's been doing terrible things, but what if the things she's been doing are to stop this? I don't believe for a second that if she's been uh, doing stuff to uh, stop this, she's been doing it in a way that um, doesn't ultimately benefit her. She doesn't do anything that doesn't ultimately benefit her. It doesn't matter. If she becomes the most powerful person in the world, it doesn't matter if everyone else is still alive. If everyone dies because we stop her, then what's the point? Clara speaks up. She's... As much as I hate to say it, I think Corson has a point. She is a cruel, manipulative old bitch. And if she knows a way to save the world, then... I would much rather the, that that way of doing it be taken up by someone else. Yeah. Agreed. Unless she's the only way, but that that can't be it. What if it is, and we destroy that? I don't buy that. Would you honestly want to live in a world where Olga is the most powerful being in existence? No, but it's not my choice to make for everyone. I think... We have to try and get some knowledge out of her. And then I think we kill the bitch. It'll be deals again. Can... You know what she's like. Fine. I mean, if you can read her mind, then be my guest. That might do it. Um, 
out of character for a second. Yeah. Do I know of the Speak of Dead Speak with Dead spell? You know of its existence, I would say, yes. There are ways to interrogate a corpse. You get five questions. Alright. Oh. Well, that seems preferable. Grisly though it is. No more grisly than that room full of skeletons, darling. No, I imagine but not. We could do that. I kind of refuse to believe that the whole future hinges on that. No, on her. it has to be. Uh, I, I different. don't. I don't think that can be a thing. I think surely, it's just a matter of having the knowledge. It must be. I hope so. I defy anything that puts the fate of the entire future in the hands of someone like Oliver Gristlegums. Yeah. Here, here, says Lee. No, says Leah. <laughs> he pours it. Uh, he picks at the kettle. Is there still tea in that? It's a little cold. I'm going to make some more, and then uh, I think we should maybe make some decisions about what we want. We want to do with the rest of our day. Yeah. yeah. Today seems quite um quite small all of a sudden. I think maybe yes. things are different forever. I think that's happened. You can't look in the future without um, things being irrevocably altered. It's like there are there are some things that happen to you in life that, whether good, bad, or indifferent, they just change you forever. I don't think I quite realised that. And now I've picked up this thing, and it hurts when you take it away, and oh, um, things are different. Well, all the more reason for you to keep a close hold of that. Yeah. Let's have some tea. Let's have some tea. And while Leah goes and makes some tea, we're also going to get some tea. Yeah, we need tea. And take a break. And we will rejoin you after these no doubt important but probably not terrifyingly prophetic. <laughs> oh God, we hope probably not. not. What do you mean, probably? probably? There's an advert in this break. Shut up. <laughs> See you after the break. <sighs> and now a word from our friends over at the D and D Grandma and the family that games together. I think whatever aggravates me in real life. I can take it out in the game. There is no word that I can sufficiently find in the English language to describe the feeling of putting your world and your story out there and watching your family bring it to life. And I attribute it to, of course, uh, my children, of course, to this game, and of course, to all the love that's on this table. That's a wonderful answer. And if you could see it, everybody is holding hands and hugging. I believe there's Kumbaya being sung faintly in the background. (laughs) (laughs) The D&D Grandma and the Family That Games Together, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast starring the D&D Grandma, her children, and her children-in-law. New episodes every Sunday on all your favorite podcatchers. Thank you, and keep on rolling. 
Well, hey there. Welcome to Salty Sam's Crosswater Records. Looking at the shanties, are you? Flintlocks and fireballs. That's a good one. Classic tracks. Uh, like, share, rate, subscribe, the old iTunes review. I like to take that one, put it on the record player with a fine cup of coffee and... Wait. What's that weird light on the horizon? slightly more backing music than I intended though. So, you have another cup of tea and the glim light of morning is visible through the steel, through the wrought iron railings outside Destin Sukolin's house. What will you do? What's the rough time, uh, time of day now? It's about six in the morning. Okay, I, I'm gonna go to Celestia and I say, Celestia. Yes, Don. I know this has been a lot, but um, if you're up to it, would it be possible to uh, check in with Molly? Of course. That's Is it fine. A bit early. Will she be up? Yeah, will she be up at six? Mm. I don't want to wake her up. She's gonna think something terrible's happening. No, that's true. Um, Given what I know of Molly's shift pattern, Molly works in be... it. Molly works as a bar maid in the evenings usually. So ah right, no, no, she uh, has to work yeah, late. Yeah. Give it till midday. Give it till midday. Yeah, but but yes, obviously that's fine. I just, I mean, I, I want to check in with her in uh, in any case, but um, I just feel after um, the last twenty four hours, I. I want to tell her to hug uh, Little Cousin just that extra bit tighter today. I understand. Yeah. But you know let's, what you were let's saying? not wake her up because she'll be terrified. Um, no, what were you going to say? You know what you were saying about how um, some things change you irrevocably? Yeah. Well, I think... A useful thing to bear in mind right now is that not all of those things that change you irrevocably are bad or um, terrible. Some of them are... They can be the best of things. Like... Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but... Becoming a father was one of those things. It changed me irrevocably. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, it's because you're a good father, darling. I hope so. You are. Thanks. Right. Oh, I hope I'm doing right by him in any case. You are. You're doing very well. Right, well, in the more immediate future, then... Alton Apple wanna... Blossom, I suppose. Yeah. yeah there's something we we got to get in touch with I... Alton. I could do with doing. Um, have yeah. you got something to keep that little eye of horror in? <laughs> do I have like a? I've probably got a spare pouch or something. Yeah, there? you picked up like you, you went pouch shopping at one point, as I recall, and like uh, buying chests and stuff. Or heck, search about <laughs> yeah. the place here. There's probably something. Well, that... actually, yeah. No. Oh, can I 
look in Destin's wardrobe and see if there's <laughs> like a fancy looking one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just anything in fact, you want uh, to steal. Anyone who wants to just loot Destin's house, give me an investigation check. I would also well, I like to bad, look for yeah. fun hats or anything like that. Any fun clothing. There are, <laughs> fun hats. there are a number of fun hats and clothings, most of which are far too small for you. Oh, yeah, of course. Investigation 12. 12. Um, oh, God. 11. I've just got such a big modifier Seven. to my investigation skill, and can I roll one? No, I, I mean, fucking can't. Destin was um, a little taller than uh, than Corson, but, you know, some of these clothing could fit you. Um, it's a little, possibly a little frou-frou for your tastes. Uh, Destin was about as tall as Corson is, well, as he was a little Jeffrey taller, would be on top of Corson's yeah. shoulders. <laughs> yeah, but, so like, maybe not the coats and so on, but he does have some hats and and socks and that sort of thing. Uh, regardless, though... He's still a man's socks. Still a dead man's socks. <laughs> Um, it's like dead man's shoes, but you know. Also, less. you can't wear socks. You've got hooves. <laughs> You've got hooves. <laughs> As I you said, you can just cut the ends out and make leg warmers. Oh, <laughs> so cute! <laughs> A lot of this house uh, has functionally been ransacked um, at yeah. some point in the past by the glutton. Um, you do. There is still the silverware. So if you want, you can take away uh, fifty gold pieces worth of collected silverware. Uh, yeah. If you want to loot the 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 cutlery drawers, uh, Celestia, you find a beautiful little silk purse, uh, just the right size. Aww. It comes with the little the little uh, brass clasp. Um, roll roll a luck check for me. A luck check. Natural twenty. Ooh. Nice. It does not contain any pictures of animals in any way. <laughs> It is Fuck actually off. it is actually purple. <gasps> purple nice. with silver bits on it. Yes. So it matches. Oh, it's perfect for you. Amazing. <laughs> I'm very happy. Yeah. I no. love that that was that's the natural twenty I get today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel like that's my only one. It's been that sort of day rolling wise. <laughs> Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Can I borrow that pouch for eleven minutes? Why? I can make it safe to put your your thing in so that if anyone else tries to take it you'll know that might be really sensible yeah i yeah, feel like you, you shouldn't ever be apart from this thing no it hurt when Corzin touched it so um, yes yeah uh so Which i hate <laughs> by the way um, but you know so this spell requires hmm i'm not going to be necessarily specific about jade dust but do you have any does it do any of you still have any gemstones left Maybe. wait no you do Maybe. you have two pearls no no no, no. you bought a, you bought a jade you thing. bought jade for this too. yes you did you bought jade specifically you bought yeah some, i went I shopping for this yeah, yeah so you've, you're fine you're fine you've got the bits you need you got a little like jade necklace or something i yeah. seem to remember yeah. Fuck knows what, but I definitely remember that. Yeah, happening. you spend most of the. Um, uh, Destin has a little mortar and pestle in his cupboard, and you spend most of the eleven minutes just grinding up this one of the stones from the jade necklace. And then I draw a smiley face on the pouch. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's all sorted now. What does it do? Oh, uh, actually, it's worth mentioning. The moment you finish and hold it up to give it back to Celestia, it immediately, the mouth opens and it just starts, what sound does it make? Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no! 
which continues until you take it away from Scamp. What did you do? <laughs> you put the thing in, and then if anyone comes like close enough to grab it to the pouch, it makes that noise. Right. And this mouth will move. Look. <laughs> and this yeah. smiley face mouth opens and makes You actually noise. have to touch it for it to affect, yeah. I think. But, um, um, the but no, it's close enough, wasn't visual it? Or, visual. So I think it's so, within touching distance. Okay, so as you come like close, the little... The like little it can't be if anyone gets within touching distance no, within, because then like, no one can come near the, me. Of the pouch, like within a millimetre of so, the yeah, pouch. So yeah, when you get all, like within about half a centimetre of the pouch... Uh, hugs are going to be a problem. Uh, I want to be able to put it under a shirt. You... So if a hand... Well, you tap the out. You put it on the inside pocket, right? Yeah. So, uh, Scamp, you tap the outside. Nothing happens. It's only when you lift open the sh- the the uh, waistcoat and reach in and get within about half a centimeter of it that the the little jade ma- face, by the way, seems to have vanished. It reappears and goes, oh no, 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 until you pull your hand away. I mean, that's well, that's disturbing. That's sort of amazing, but also a bit horrifying. <laughs> it's the closest thing I could do to an alarm. This is pretty good. Actually, I could have yeah. made it make any noise, but little, that seemed appropriate. <laughs> the little smiley face f- fades away. Right. Uh, Scamp. It, yeah. Was there anything that you uh, were able to discover when you were first uh, properly looking at this thing that would account for why it's painful for uh, Celestia if anyone else handles that? Just that there are side effects, like that. That felt big. I don't. I don't know if that's the only side effect because it said side. Like it felt like effects. So I Plural. just. Th- I just think good. we need to be careful. <laughs> well, I think maybe I have to carry it forever now. Well, maybe when we're not somewhere quite so dangerous, we can try. Like maybe you put it on a table and step away and see how that feels. Not now, not here. I mean, there's no one else here. We're in basically a fortress. If it does something horrible, this is not the time or the place for you to recover from it. Yeah, like on the ship would be better, really. Yeah. But what if it explodes or something? I know this is likely to, but still, maybe when we're on land somewhere else? Yeah. Maybe next time we're travelling somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, let's not worry about that now. Okay, so you're not going to try that now? Cool. No. Um... We need to tell someone about all this. There's a very real chance we'll all die. Yeah. If no one knows, that's a problem. Well, it wasn't... It wasn't any... If we all die, it's not going to be any different than uh, if we hadn't seen the, uh, the vision at all. Yes, but now we know we have a responsibility. Who could sure we tell? Who would believe us? What about, like, Savat? I mean, he's the sort of most powerful person we know right now. And he's likely to basis. believe us. Also trustworthy. Yeah. I know we can trust him. Again, later I in the really morning, don't... though. I don't want to wake him up at six with He this. won't be awake. It'll no, just... he's an old drunk. He definitely won't be awake. Plus the fact... I don't think there is enough sending in the world to impart <laughs> all the information that we need to impart to him. We need um, to speak I mean, with him about this. Saw future, world ends. 1963, crosswater. Big bomb, spell. Um, by 2300, everyone did. Love you lot, Celestia Stardust. <laughs> there we go, I, I mean, did it. 
it's not helpful, but it means someone knows. Yeah. Which but I think is... I think it's important. <laughs> I think you're I right. I agree. Also, Although, maybe what? maybe the key to us doing this differently to Olga is that we tell people. Maybe we tell... Maybe we tell powerful people. Maybe the that's right how we can ones, stop though, it. Yeah. Maybe if we I put the idea sound... in someone's head, that's how it gets made in the first place. Yeah. Also, we're going to sound like, especially the people who don't know us, like those crazy people you sometimes see with, with, with like the, the big placard saying the end is nigh. Yeah. Like, why would anyone believe us? Yeah. I think Savat would. Making the knowledge of this artifact public is a mistake. Oh yeah, no, don't tell people about this. No, no, but... no, no. This was a random vision that we were told about. We didn't even have it, you know? But it's trustworthy somehow. We need to think about it, but this cannot stay with us. This information, it has to go to other people as well. My instinct is, yeah, this shouldn't rest on one group or one person. Are there any other... Because uh, I'm not going to live long enough to really fix this. I unless might. It, that's the thing, you might, so spread it to people who will also... Are there any other groups of people that exist in the world who are even vaguely versed in this kind of divination, of, of specifically trying to see the future? And interpret Dunno. events. Roll an Arcana check. What? So, seven. All of us. Um, twenty-one. Yeah. Twenty-one. I, it's not going to be uh, beat twenty-one. Okay. <laughs> there have been many attempts historically to try and use the power of magic to stare into the future that you're aware of. Um, the best that you're aware of on in terms of wizardry and so on achieving is a rough estimate of what next week's weather in a given location might be like with a given oh rate God. of failure. Um, you have heard that there are powerful spells which can only be performed by those high up in the hierarchy of the church of the spider goddess and presumably the church of the regent that can get as much as maybe a yes no answer on something within the next week oh no <laughs> with anything approaching reliability um so we, we talked about this in a priest school, as it were. This isn't the thing. People don't do this. Aww. Really powerful people like, you know, the empress or the head of the, the church, and how I guess, by extension, maybe heads of the church of the regent can see a week into the future and ask a yes-no question. This isn't the thing so that people do. Oh, it's like, is the Holy Mother going to die on the weekend? No. All right. Are they going to die in the following week? Is, no. Is it going to be sunny tomorrow? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. All so right. people will think we're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There are certainly legends and stories of people with oracular visions and prophecies, but 
They are legends. They are stories. They are literally the stuff of myth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are aware of there being claims of oracles who could do it with some degree of reliability back in the days of the Tyrian Empire. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, not right. even the Tyrian Empire. The Tyrian Republic before oh. it turned into an empire. I mean, Leah, this sounds like one of your old Tyrian fairy tales. There is something a bit sort of classics to this, yeah. Yeah, but those those were stories. I mean, there was a, there was supposedly a um, a, gi- a, a gigantic, I mean, in the sense of them being a giant uh, oracle in Haldanos, um, but you know, you listen to the stories and. I mean, those... surely that one was bollocks. It was lovely. I remember you telling it, but yes, it, but, but it, surely it, it, it definitely seems like it's less likely that they accurately predicted that someone was eating a bowl of um, turtle soup on a beach on a given day, and more likely that they probably bribed someone who was there watching the king uh, to tell them. So, what was he eating on this day? What's the question going to be? And yeah. got an un- accurate answer that way. I mean, you could maybe like the chance in order for them to figure that out through any of the means we'd heard of, of they'd have need to be scrying on him at the exact moment that he decided to send off the messages. I'm really stupid for someone to have this level of power. No, you're not. Actually, you're I have really to say, not. I'm really surprised that you that you even remembered all of that. No offence, but you're usually not as good at... Re- usually done there, darling. Not as good at recalling uh, the le- our lessons, sweetheart. Um, <laughs> yes, she shakes her head. That's fair. <sighs> Just going to say, I think it's um, I think it's the eye. Everything got a bit sharper. I'm not My... different in personality, but everything's... Sharper and I can see more. Well, that's something that can be put to good use. Imagine magical items changing your personality. Wouldn't want that. (laughs) 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 This is an out of character laugh because I actually don't know in character that that's happened. None of us would have any reason to suspect, really. Not really. Greedy, lazy scams, normal. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, yeah, yeah, the way that I've justified it, you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah, After a long day, kids kind of get like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's been out of the realms of the ordinary, and you've just eaten loads of sweets. Like, that's not weird. Yeah. Like, like, particularly loads of sweets, but, Mm. eh. Nothing that weird's happened. Um, I'm just not sure I should be trusted with this level of power. Like,. I mean, I don't think there's any taking taking it off me now because it literally hurts if someone else touches what it. What are our other options? But like, no. I play music and wear a cod piece. And do magic. Yeah, but like only a little bit. No, not a little bit. A lot. You <laughs> see into people's potent. minds. Yeah, true. Also, I feel a lot better about something this powerful being in the hands of somebody I know I can trust. You, the rainbow spirit sort of drapes itself around your shoulders and flutters past and you just hear it go in a sort of reassuring way. That's really cute. I stroke it like it's a cat on my shoulder. Scam Celestia strokes the air next to her face. Uh, cause and just mouth to scam spirits. I 
I think she wants something to stroke. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, <laughs> do not send that fucking no, monstrosity no, 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 no. Jeffrey, Get Jeffrey it away. Out I your... back away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Jeffrey emerges from your backpack where he's been having a nap. Knife in his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that is the oh worst. You terrifying. know, I've just seen the fucking apocalypse and I think that's worse. <laughs> I do still think we need to tell people even if they think we're crazy. Yes, but I think also the, let's not wake up to that. No, not this, yeah. because I think that's horrifying. Um, should we go? A... So, uh, Leah goes. Yes. Good morning. Uh, the world's going to end. <laughs> Enjoy your breakfast. Why is this yeah. a thing we know? Why is anyone trusting us with this? Oh. No one is trusting us with this. We're. I'm trusting you with this. She Why? says, gesturing to all of you. Why? <laughs> because. You are surprisingly capable? I mean, we broke into the mirrored palace, but you know, that's one thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the end of the world. What did we do? We broke in and moved his chamber pot and then we left again. <laughs> it was really, really funny and I regret nothing. Yeah. We also, you know, freed 30 slaves. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Which was pretty good. That was pretty good. Right, there's a tunnel, isn't there? There is a tunnel. We yeah, should find out where that goes. My problem. Yes, I don't we want should. to go down a tunnel because I'm afraid Olga will be there. <laughs> oh no! Well, let's at least find out where that goes. If it turns out it's not a way out, then at least we've still got the option of the front door. Sorry, I'm a fucking wreck. <laughs> it's yeah, totally it's understandable given the circumstances. No, I'm alright. Let's go down the tunnel. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> it's probably more likely to be a slightly more secluded exit if it is one. Yeah, true. Also, you, n- you never know, it might bring us out nearer the docks. We need to get there for the wagoners, don't we? Yes. So that we can find Alton. Yes. Okay. Maybe we should tell Alton Apple Blossom. I mean, he seems like some somebody that can't <laughs> die, doesn't he? He'll be still alive when it happens. <laughs> yeah, he'll still be around. <laughs> he'll be the only you know, one in 2300. I think, I think if I'd stayed longer in 2300 and explored that cave a little bit more, there would have been Alton sat on top of the skeletons like, fuck it, I'm still here! <laughs> Eating cockroaches. Foaming at the mouth. <laughs> yep. yep, definitely. <laughs> Sorry, so Leah says, presumably having tea with your friend Norrit. <laughs> Norrit would definitely still be alive. Well, apparently, actually, on that note, something that both Norrit and my mum used to say was that... The- <laughs> Leah just looks at you. <laughs> the first step towards making a future that is different from the present is imagining it. All I can think of is Reginald. Let's go. <laughs> Surprisingly wise words for Norit, who I've never met. But okay, let's... Also, the first time you've ever mentioned something your mum said, which is oh, yeah. always fun. Yeah, well... I... Not to put too fine on uh, a point on it, but I... Uh, I think I had a... What for this group is a fairly um, a typical uh, set of parents... Oh, glad somebody did. Yeah, I think mine might Good be an evil you. wizard oh, that makes maps out of skin, so... Yeah. Leah goes, wait, what? <laughs> Let's not talk about it. When just, they had a threshing business and then yeah. they died of the ferocious flu. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't... Well, I would say it, it wasn't the... Uh, uh, the, the best uh, day of my life, but it was. Um, it was, at it least was nice normal. to be. Yeah, and 
we were at least both there at the end. Mm. Mm. Leah, <laughs> Clara just sort of sips her tea. Lynched? Yeah. You alright? Do you need some more tea over there? I know parents can't be your favourite things she to talk shrugs, about. like... What about you, Jeffrey? Did you have a normal childhood? <laughs> Jeffrey glares out. <laughs> Friend, do I want to know? <laughs> um, as far as I can tell, Jeffrey is complaining about the quality of the biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help him with that. Um, <coughs> Leah says, "I think it's as far time. as I know, both my parents are alive." Hey, we should do something my, about finding them. I was going to say, do something about that. Um, that sounded like I wanted to kill them. We should find our parents. I wouldn't blame you. My dad's kind of a prick, but that's about it. Are we really? talking like so mum, like a normal, normal level person? Yeah, you know, does um, didn't probably doesn't approve didn't approve of me running off. Um, seeing the world. Are we talking Otherwise, about like fairly normal, blameless? normal levels of prickery or maps out of skin prickery? Or that, you know. <laughs> I don't even know which example from my childhood to go here. for here. Like, or uh, old slaves invented the avant-garde prickery. No offence, Celestia. <laughs> I mean, so, so much more than that uh, as well. But let's not go there because we'll be here all day. <laughs> no, no, just kind of... Kind of demanding. Um, well, that's still rubbish. Took, took, took issue with me uh, inviting f- friends home. Bless. Well, fuck them. Yeah, let's go down a tunnel. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go down a Quietly. tunnel. Quietly. I need distraction. <laughs> this beats learning to be a banker. Sure, why not? <laughs> be a rubbish banker. You were going to be I a banker. Would be an, I, if, if father had had his way. You'd have been an excellent, unhappy banker. Thank you. You'd have been nearly as good of a banker as I would have been a cleric. Clara just throws her hands up, sets her, like throws her hand up, puts down the tea, and walks off in the direction of the pantry. Right, there we go. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's go. You head down into the passageway. The tunnel actually continues some distance, again, with this strange, narrow, melted sort of looking rock on either side. There's no light down here. Uh, I light it with dancing lights. Until you conjure up your purple <laughs> lights. So that Corzin doesn't trip over Thank his own you. feet. <laughs> it's not my feet I'm worried about. Jeffrey's got night vision, <laughs> dark vision. Uh, only while friend is there, but yes. Uh, Clara also goes, thank you. All right, darling. Human halfling problems? Indeed. They forget so easily, don't they? I know. Um, I honestly didn't know that, that humans and halflings couldn't see in the dark for a long time. Well, I mean, I suppose there's I no did. reason for you not to know, but... I knew because racism. Um... <laughs> But, you know. It's a tactical advantage you can exploit. Of course you yeah. know. Should we be stealthy? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone roll a stealth check. <laughs> Just in case. Oh, that's not good. Dirty 20. Ooh, that's, that's all right. 15. That's a 21. Okay. That's the best stealth check I've ever rolled. <laughs> that's a 15 for Scam, but a 14 for Jeffrey. 
or Jeffrey, so I don't make Jeffrey noise. Jeffrey can just hide in your pack instead but of I making it. But I have stats for but him yes, now. <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey actually, uh, with, with a little urging from friend, is uncharacteristically quiet. Actually, quite characteristically quiet. He spends a lot of time. <laughs> he spends just, like, so much time So a lot of time not really making much noise. So that he can jump out and terrify everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you proceed your way down this tunnel. It actually goes quite some distance. Uh, you feel like you end up walking. Let's check my geography notes here. Uh, I just want to say the better part of... This would be like 20, 25 minutes. Well, okay. I cast Mage Armor! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to do that as soon as we woke up and I got... Wrap the... Uh, uh, the, the cloth, a little bit of leather around your horn and feel the protection extend. Uh, Ellie, I'm, uh, I'm rather than Celestia, I'm pretty sure you still have my my physical map of Crosswater. Oh, I might. Mm. Uh, no. Of crosswater? Not Crosswater. Kion, I keep calling it that Kion. by mistake. Is this Kion? That looks yes, like it. Yes, thank you. Go. Just using that for a quick uh, map reference <laughs> in my face. In my face, in my head, <laughs> not my face. It's going well. It's yep. been a long session, guys. It's a long <laughs> session. Tattooing it on your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and definitely didn't um, spend part of the uh, the the break drinking uh, some lovely uh, powder burn uh, <laughs> uh, mead. Yes, made by two stowaways. Yes, Thank stowaways. you, Charlotte and Mitch. Well, okay. made by Hashtag actually not Charlotte. Sponsored, but happily to be sponsored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what sponsored by? <laughs> Sponsored by our stowaways that make mead on their beds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, really but it, it was really cute. The mead was inspired by the podcast, yeah. this particular batch, and it's got chili in and it's called powder. It's, really it's lovely. Indeed. It's awesome. This, this show is not sponsored by alcohol, but it's certainly fueled by it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, after, yeah, coming up to half an hour of walking down this more or less straight passageway, it turns here and there, you find... You, you see at the end a series of wooden planks uh, and you can just make out a little hinged bit uh, that would allow you to push it out, uh, outwards to open it. Um, so I want to have a look at this for traps. Calls in, can you listen and I'll look for traps? All right. Well, maybe all you right. should look for traps now you're all smart and stuff. I'm good at stuff. Shall we have a go? Shall I help? Because I know traps, but you're yeah. more smarter than yeah. me. So I can see things now. You look for traps, you look for magic. Got it? Well, that'll take me 11 minutes, but sure. <laughs> I'll just have a look in case there's something okay. there. So, yeah. 11 minutes of, of waiting later. Uh, no, I won't bother with detect okay. magic. We'll just yeah, yeah. look for stuff. Yeah. Okay, um, that is a 19. Okay, uh, and causing a perception check from you. I'm assuming investigation was mm -hmm. okay for that. 17. Okay. Uh, actually, you do find a trap on this one. Oh. There is, uh, you can see where there are near the little handle a series of s very small spikes. They'd only be deep enough to just lightly cut your hand if you uh, if you brushed past them uh, and tried to open the handle without being careful of them. Well, they're probably poisoned then. Yeah. Uh, Causing. <coughs> you just you kind of press near to the flat wooden bit, 
and you, as, as they're working, searching around, you hear the sound of a door somewhere muffled creak open, and what sounds to be sounds like footsteps. Three sets of footsteps on stone steps that seem to be moving. There's three people out there. Okay, good to know. I say people. Could be anything. Anything that has two legs. Okay. Probably not Olga, because she'd probably be on her own. Sorry, so paranoid this in any tunnel. This isn't the tunnel, ever. is it? Is this the tunnel? No, this this the the, the tunnel you were in was definitely a built, manufactured tunnel with like supports well, and so like on. This is like a natural. This it's not natural. But this it's was like clearly dark. this it looks to be melted rather than hewn. Oh no! Actually, made in a different way. Right. This one sort of made with heat. That one had beams. I suppose it makes sense that you wouldn't. Well, you want to uh, put something in place here that would mean that anyone who happened upon this couldn't, act, like, unaware, unknown to you, sneak in. Yeah. So, either we're looking at some survivors or something like Sawagin or ghouls. Yeah. Or undead. Only three, either way, so if it is something bad, we could probably take them. We've got them outnumbered. Cause and you hear a heavy, you hear the sound of a sort of squeak, 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 Rats? squeak, squeak, like like more like a metal squeaking sound muffled through the wood, and then just a sort of kind of muffled. <laughs> you know, is that stuff right? Yeah, I think so. We do want to get a couple of the bottles as well. Oh, okay. Halfling. Um. <laughs> Not a halfling, it's Joven, it's just a bit muffled by the wood. Um, okay. Though, uh, the, 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 because of the way a halfling slang works sometimes, it's a little hard to tell. Uh, yeah. You hear the sounds of more footsteps beyond. There's a little bit of scraping of something on wood. A few different things. They're moving something about out there. Definitely humanoid, they're speaking Joven. Okay, they're speaking Joven, so probably not so I get in at least. At least. Because they wouldn't speak... Joven to no, they've got their own language. Is it a cellar? We're below ground, aren't we? Makes yeah. sense. Should we have a little, you... little peek ground the door? Well, we'll see if I can disarm this trap. Yeah, yeah like now that we know the trap is there, can uh, we try This is not actually a trap that you need to disarm. You, if you know, once you know it's here, you can just avoid it. Okay, as well. Oh, it's literally just in case It's literally spikes. Some, yeah. some spikes that would, that would you'd cut your hand on if you tried to open it naturally, but knowing where it is, you, you can see that if you just sort of pinch it with uh, you know two fingers and a thumb in the right place, you'll be able to get enough grip. Let's I poke it a couple of times. There. Carefully. Done. <laughs> right. Beautiful. Right. Okay. We don't open the door. <laughs> Give me a Quietly. stealth check to crack the door open a little bit without. Um, Why am I doing this? <laughs> uh, 12. Question. Okay. I've done it now. <laughs> yeah. Other than you crack the open, a little door open a little bit. You can see there are. T- just make out the form of a human uh, sat in a chair. Uh, next to a small table. There's a couple of tankards on it. A third one he's taking a sip from. He seems to be looking over at something that you can't see that's beyond the crack of, uh, of light you can see. He's next to a set of steps that lead upwards. 
So they're just set around. The one that you can see, like in this moment where you've peeked. Oh, there's just one that I can see. Yeah. Okay. I relay this very quietly. While you're relaying this, you hear the sound of footsteps, and a pair of halflings come through, carrying one bottle. Both each carrying two wine bottles. (sighs) Any idea when the boss is back? Might be a while. Uh, Expect he's pro- he said something about maybe wanting to do some interrogations and stuff like that. Oh, right. <sighs> well, better get this up to the bar. Right you are, right you are. Picks up the tray of drinks. Close the door very quietly. <laughs> uh, this might be the Wolverine's pub. That makes sense. Um, yeah. What's going to happen to all the people he was protecting? Hopefully they'll protect each other. Generally speaking, in these situations, uh, well, nature abhors a vacuum. Someone will fill the, uh, the space, and hopefully not someone as egregious. But I've seen this sort of thing happen before. If there's not a clear leader, there's a lot of bloodshed and turmoil for a little bit. That might be enough to get everyone in here killed. It's mm. fuck all we can do, though, isn't it? Not weighing too heavily on my conscience, yeah. considering they threw in with him, but, you know. They didn't know, though. And a lot of them mm. are just people who ran and are scared. Yeah, and if you're in a city where everything's fucked and you find well, somewhere safe, of course you go there. Well, given the situation, I think we've got a very um, uh, enticing uh, prospect for them of getting out of here. Yeah. Yeah. We can we always should... put it to them. We should go and see Orton first, though. Yeah. Yes. I think. Because, right. frankly, the Wolverines lot, they had a lot of food, they had a lot of stuff to sell. Mm. They are not yeah. in the worst position in the city. Like, if we have to prioritise getting people out, they are not the people yeah. we should do first because they had a lot of stuff and a lot of yeah, ways let's... to be all right, whereas a lot of other people might not. Let's prioritise people who are actually going to be friendly to us. Yeah. yeah. These guys have a legitimate reason to try and kill us. Yeah. yeah. Kill the person who killed the boss. Become the boss. Also, I have to see Ultimate Asper Blossom with my own eyes. I know. I, I just, I just I know. need to know. Okay, quiet. How do we get out? How do we get out? How do we get out? I think we just go back up to the house and go out through the door. Is this a better what? place for us to come out or a worse place in terms of getting across the We have to get city? through the Wolverine's bar. <laughs> I think I'd rather not, personally. It's oh, actually worth mentioning. Um... Yeah, the, uh, you didn't. I didn't mention you finding any keys in the Wolverine uh, because he just left them in the door on the inside. In, okay. in the house. Well, we can't actually oh, lock up sense. behind. Yeah, us. you can't actually lock up behind you. We don't have to leave your house open with a secret passage to a bunch of innocents. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there are yeah. a bunch of like bolts and so on on the inside, but there is like there there are three main locks with, that can be locked from because both there's sides. There's no particular reason that he wouldn't have left the key on the inside of yeah. the door. No. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay, so let's go. I think that's the way we get the house. Yeah. It feels bad to try and get through this bar and explain why we were in their cellar. Yeah. Seven o'clock, you return back to Destin's house. Um, that was a nice little interlude. Um, to the oh, yeah. Uh, you can also now open the vault from the front, should you wish to at any point, because you know all the codes mm. to actually get the right. vaults open. Is there a way of making it harder to get into the back so that these people don't just come in and loot everything? When they realise their boss ain't coming back. Give me an investigation check. Can I help? Yes. I mean, you can lead if you want. Yes, please. Um, 22. 
there are it seems that there are actually ways to lock these uh, secret entrances uh from they are designed to be locked from the uh at least on this side from the inside of the uh, of the uh, passages rather than the outside okay um you're not sure you're not sure that you could lock the access way to the um to the vault itself in a way that couldn't be opened from you know from the passageway side since that's when it, the way it was designed to be opened mm. but you could certainly use you know destin's heavy sacks and furniture to barricade up the pen, the secret pantry well, let's spend a few minutes doing that yeah. i think i think mm. that's worth it you spend 15 minutes just piling up a crude barricade uh, to at yeah. least stop people easily getting into the destin's house mm. Right. Well, that's done. Front door, then. To the wagoners. Right. Okay. Let's be really quiet. Yep. Let's stick yep. very close. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey, stay in my bag. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you crack a... Uh, you get ready. You unbar the various bars on the doors. You take off... Uh, unlock the three locks and pocket the keys. Yeah, just quickly peek the head out and see if the coast is clear. Okay, picking it open, keeping it, picking a head out. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to his back of him, ready to pull him back in. Okay, it is a dim, but it is, as I say, you know, fairly early on in the morning. Okay. And let's see what the weather is while we're at it. <laughs> um... It is actually quite warm. There is a uh, there is a fairly strong wind pushing uh, uh, pushing up um, throughout the uh, sorry pushing through the uh, through the streets, and it is as I say it's a warm day. It would uh, and this seasonably yeah yeah there's it's not it's quite dry. Like there's a little bit of moisture in the air. If if things weren't as windy, there might be fog, but uh, there isn't. And so yeah, there's quite good weather, clear skies, and a clear sort of morning, which does not deter the <laughs> dead. Oh no! You good sailing weather. <clears throat> indeed, good good sailing weather though. Uh, Favorable. However, you can see that there are clustered around the makeshift barricades around the edges of the cathedral grounds, which are directly opposite Destin's house, uh, the bodies of just crowds of zombies. Uh, you would say approximately, <coughs> or just counting, like if you had to make a, well, I mean, if you counted all of the ones you can see at the door, yeah, headcount. Yeah, you can look up, you can look down the street. There's like 96 zombies uh, out here. I feel like we open the door, look out, <laughs> close it. <laughs> <again. laughs> nope, no, no, no. So there's bars on the windows. Yes. But the windows can be open, so there's just bars. Uh, yes, like, I mean, they are decorative wrought iron bars, so, bars so that the windows open inwards. Mm. Like, they were not really designed to be opened as a fire escape method. No, but you could shoot through them. You could shoot through them, yes. I was just thinking, 
Weren't there supposed to be some survivors in the cathedral? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, they might be starving, but they're not going to get got. None of those zombies Undead are going can't in. get in. Also, if they've got clerics, can't they make food? Is that a thing? Some clerics can, yeah. Mm. I someone, mean, that's great. If someone's strong enough to survive, they might be good in there for a bit. Roll an intelligence check. Bar. <laughs> or, actually, this is an arcana check. Ooh, that's all right then. Also. 18. 18. All right. You have heard of this, uh, this power to uh, create food and water. Um, and conceivably, you know, if they had a, if they had a quite powerful cleric in there uh, on a par with, say, uh, Victor Fass, I believe his name was, the fellow back in uh, Crosswater, who you knew, uh, then, you know, they might be able to produce enough for, ooh, let's call that 150 people. That's not of course, terrible. you saw a few thousand people sheltering within the air streets that were barricaded off by the glutton. There's going to be a lot of people in there. I hate to say it, but we can't get everybody out. We can't fit them on a ship. We can get 500 at absolute most. And we that's cannot if, kill 96. And that's <laughs> if we can clear the bay of Saigon to even do that. There's no guarantee we can even do that. The we can't zombies. be going around offering everybody a way to get out because we can't do it. No. We can't even offer everyone in the church a way out. No. Let's get to Apple Blossom first, then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we've got to get past the zombies first, don't we? What are the zombies cool. doing, yeah. Okay, cause and roll an insight check on the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a... Uh, 15. Okay. The zombies were not here when you arrived the previous day. Uh, and indeed, although they are sort of shambling around, they don't seem... They seem coordinated in the sense that they are broadly sticking together as a horde, but they don't seem to have a specific direction. You see that they just seem to be kind of almost moving Brownian motion style. Like, uh, there is one point, I'll say, when a pigeon that does not fucking know, uh, have enough bre uh, sense to still be alive Pigeons lands on the street and six of them just go for it. Well. Uh, and that pigeon is just torn to shreds and devoured. And then the, uh, as soon as the pigeon is gone, they just seem to return to their not really sure what to do shamble. And you see that over time, the, the horde as a whole seems to just, like shamble slowly down along the street. What, do right, they leave? If like, they don't enough? actively leave, but it's just like the, the shambling seems... The, the combination of random walking and also a strange instinct to keep together means that they are slowly moving around as a horde rather than just staying camped outside the cathedral. Would what I know of zombies uh, indicate that they were being directed or is this uh, like uh, an animalistic instinctive thing? I guess this is an arcana or religion check and I suppose with your monster hunter sort of specialty this might be, you might get advantage on this. 
Okay. Uh, if, I, if I remember, right. if I'm remembering exactly the, class, right? the same, so. Can I also do religion? Is that yeah. allowed? Yeah, yeah, because I feel like check. that makes that. I that might know sense. that. I don't feel like this is something that would be in any of yeah. the books Stanford read. Okay, so are we all just rolling individually, or is one of us rolling with advantage? Um, I think let's do it separate, because I Separately. think it's separate knowledge. I don't think Fine. it would be, yeah. like, the same stuff. Yeah. You'll get different information. Um, I got a 17 on religion. Okay. Seven. Um, you're not really sure, Corzin, but, like, Celestia, though, thinking back, you did see the zombies when they were being directed by the white, and they seemed to be able to do fairly complex tactics like wait hide in position act in separate groups mm. uh charge in commands these guys are just sort of shambling like they're 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 a very stereotypical shambling horde they seem to be operating entirely on instinct and when that instinct isn't telling them to do anything that like uh be they just clump together out of and some walk around a bit some vague protect like you know self-protective instinct um, Safety in numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone's controlling them. I think we just need to wait for them to pass. All right. Or, or we could try going out another way. Try yeah, possibly the roof or the back, or maybe not the back. It's a bit too close. There is a there is a back door that leads into an alleyway behind. Or do we just wait? Might just be worth waiting. They they're kind of going slowly. Okay. okay, let's, let's keep just an make eye sure out. that no, uh, no new ones turn up. You how how long are you willing to wait? Like half an hour? I don't know. What do you just think? Just keep an eye on the progress. See what's like after half an okay. hour. After half an hour of waiting, about a fifth of them have now sort of shambled off. There, there's a general sort of progress slowly going downwards. The numbers have thinned out. You know, there's. Uh, Closer to about 70-ish now is left around, but you, oh. like, yeah, if you guys want to wait, like, you get the thing, they will leave in time. Okay, this is really boring. Should we go <laughs> out the back? Yeah, and just, everyone stay close. Actually, yeah. if we can get to the roof, it might be a good idea to uh, have a look up there, just to plot our route. We'll be able to see much further from up there. Yeah, but we'll also be visible to people up there. Yeah. Isn't there a gang of crazy folks climbing roofs? Yep. Mm. Maybe let's just go out the back and play it by ear. Alright. What what do you what do you How think? How close are the buildings together around here? Could we travel over rooftop here? Uh That's another you, option. You possibly. did when you first when you were here the first time. Oh the uh Kion is pretty built up. If we keep down we might I dunno, is it worth using the streets for cover? And worrying about bumping into huge hordes or going on the rooftop where we're more visible but there are fewer enemies. I don't know. I'd opt for the fewer enemies at this point. Should we do that? Because, I mean, those things out there are dumb, but numbers are going to be on their side. Oh, yeah, we have no chance against 96. It's a lot. Yeah, roofs. Let's do that. There's almost more of them than we have ammunition. If we keep low... And to the rooftops, we might be able to stealth our way along them. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Hopefully, I mean, up I there we'll see anyone else coming. Comes to worst. Flying is a thing. Not with all of us, though, actually. There's too many of us. Yeah. Let's just be stealthy. I hope for the best. Yep. 
So, how do you want to get to the roof? Go what are our options? out the okay. back. You unlock. <laughs> check the back door. The back street is not frequented by zombies at this time. <laughs> I mean, I have a climber's kit. Yeah, it's a narrow little arrow. And yeah, you do have the climber's kit. So, I guess you guys are prepared. Mm, well, there are zombies in the general area, so I will ask for everyone to make an athletics check, but you can use advantage because you're if you're doing one at a time taking okay. the climber's kit. Okay. <laughs> Oh dear. 18. 15. 10. Oh, <laughs> You, Clara seems to be having the most difficulty actually getting up. She stumbles, she actually falls down like about three Can feet at one point. <laughs> yes, please. Um, but yeah, even with a 10, with a full climber's kit, you, you fall off at one point, but the climber's <laughs> catches you. And you have the others kind of help winch you up a bit. The climbers kit includes some pulleys. Mm. <laughs> Flying is more fun. I know, darling. Save it for when you really need it, though. During that time, no zombies appear. Wander past or get interested. I hate the zombie-fueled city thing. It's really scary. Mm. So... Quiet time. Yeah. Yes. You make it up to the top. And I will actually ask for fresh stealth rolls from you all, please. There, we've moved. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Come on, I love my good. cloak. <laughs> I love my cloak. Ooh. Ooh, dear. That's a nine. Twelve. Twenty-three. Is this based on sight or sound? S- let's say both. So, but... Hmm. For what matters, it'll be sight. Okay. Nine. What was yours again, uh, Scamp? 23. Cool. Okay. I'll roll for those two. Fucking hell. Both Leah and uh, Clara seem to be, just seem sort of, as they scram the up, there's the like, they they kick a couple of uh, roofing oh, tiles. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're kind of really obvious against the silhouette of the building. Okay. Maybe. Unusually even for Clara. Maybe we should have gone on the floor. But, but you know, you clamber up uh, and you take a peer around. So can I have a perception check for looking at the surrounding areas from anyone who yeah. wants them? Oh, a natural 20. 10. 20. <laughs> 11. Which okay. with my modifier is a 20. <laughs> oh, bless you. <clears throat> so from up here, first of all, you can see the roof uh, the, here on Destin's rooftop. It does connect uh, directly to several of the other rooftops around. There is a chimney which you can peer peering over there. Uh, over it, you can see a s- s- stout iron grill, thin enough that even halflings can't necessarily get through. Uh, is uh, set over the chimney, and now that you peer down it, oh yeah, there's the uh, shredder trap that. Uh, Quotation marks Destin mentioned against shrunken halfling thieves. Oh, the little knife thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. God, I nearly suggested going up the chimney having forgotten about that. It's a really good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That would have been to be awful. Prepared, I suppose. Mm. Uh, nevertheless, uh, looking around, you can see tell a few things, especially you, Scamp. Uh, first of all, 
you can see the spread of the sort of zombies down below. They are indeed slowly moseying to the south. They are completely away from the very northern edge of the cathedral grounds. If you wanted to get out into the cathedral, you could probably get up to the barricade walls there and try and clamber over, uh, and you would not be seen by any zombies. Uh, you can see that there that there are sort of walkways which have been built up along behind the barricades for people to walk along, and there are actually uh, humans uh, there manning guns. Some of them wearing the black cloaks, uh, black coats of uh, church sympathisers. Um, others just wearing ordinary civilian clothing. Um, you can see that there are clumps of these hordes here and there throughout the city. Leon's bridge, the one main bridge, remains completely destroyed, shattered by the Kraken's lightning cascade. Uh, you will, it, it would definitely require some manner of boat or watercraft or flight to move along the road. Or swimming, of course. <laughs> Lol. Not an option. <laughs> Uh, We've got a boat um, stowed back at the uh, mm. uh, frigate. You can see small pillars of smoke that indicate uh, life or fire of some means within the... A few, a couple coming out of the cathedral. Uh, some coming out of the area north of the Sandia Dry Docks, which is uh, held by the glutton, or was held by the glutton. Uh, the St. Antoine's Chateau, the island with the uh, sea fortress. Some coming out from near where the city hall is. Very little from anywhere else. Which one would be the wagoners that we were told about? The wagoners were told about being around the chateau. So okay. the island yeah. one. Uh, which has a single intact bridge from the shoreline to it. Uh... More importantly, however, for you, Scamp, you, looking up, see all of this, take it in, but you also see about 12 rooftops away and heading in your general direction is a horde of around 30 ghouls who are just bounding over the rooftops. I think we need to go back downside now. The ghouls are coming. Right, run, go, down. Okay, yep. I, I would like uh, acrobatics or athletics checks, depending on whether you are using the climbing kit uh, to get down. And uh, Which one do you get climbing kit with? Climbing kit is technically both, but uh, I'm going to say only one of you can use the climbing kit at a time. Um, and you go on better at climbing anyway. Yeah, they will be here I'm in gonna go down an first unknown so I can number catch of people rounds. like Clara if they're shit. Mm. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay, so we're going down. Um, I so will go down when I've seen everyone is going down. is a 25. Okay, so you abseil down and then use the pulley to shunt up the Yeah, the I feel like having <laughs> pee at the bottom who knows how to use the climber's kit and Corzin at the top who's strong yeah. and good at climbing is mm. not a bad Okay, Corzin, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so you're staying at the top, Corzin. Okay, who else yeah. uh, is... I uh, want to see Leah and... Okay. Down Leah and Clara are going down. Leah uh, is going to risk trying to climb down herself. Clara is going to use the uh, the the, uh, the harness. So Clara uses the harness, which is good. So that was a three and a sixteen on the rolls, and slowly winches herself down as quickly as she can. 
Leah uh, tries, slips, ha! <laughs> smacks him to the ground. Uh, it's quite high up. She takes. Okay, she takes 10 points of damage. So you hear her. She hits the ground and goes, Oh, I think I might have sprained an ankle there. You okay? Do you need healing? I'm fine. Good. I'm fine. Get Let's inside. Just go on with it. Uh, so yeah, she's on the ground. <laughs> Should we get in the house? Yeah, I will uh, try and climb down. Okay, uh, you're going to try and climb down with or, the harness kits? Uh, if it's there in Vegas, yeah, yeah. but if uh, not... Yeah. If Scamper's pointed out where the uh, the ghouls are, I'm going to flatten myself to the ground, um, uh, take out the carbine, train it on them, and wait. No, just get inside. Oh, there are 30. No, I mean, wait until <laughs> Scamper's gone. I'm not okay, uh, staying so I'm up here go down after after Scamp. Fun. No, that's an 11 to get down. You have advantage. That was with advantage. Okay, you just about manage it. <laughs> Screwing down, you hit the ground a little hard, but uh, you don't spray anything. You win quickly winch the harness back up. Uh, you the the ghouls are almost upon you. You will not cause them. You will not have advantage if you're using the climbing harness to get down. But you will not be able to take down the climbing harness after you. You will not have time. Right. We'll worry about it after. Yeah. They're okay. not going to be interested in the climbing harness yeah. on its own. I don't. Okay. Uh, roll, roll on your athletics check with advantage. Okay, that's an 18. Okay, you sw uh, slide down, and already you can hear the sounds coming over the rooftop. <laughs> get in the house, get in the house. <laughs> the wild howls and laughter of the uh, ghouls as they approach. You get inside, you slam the door, begin locking it, and you hear the sound of bodies <laughs> landing in the... Uh, 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 on in the street beyond, fists banging on the door, clattering, shattering against the, uh, smacking against uh, the heavy, many restraints and bolts. Rocks and bricks get thrown Is at the windows. Is window just above this one? Uh, yes. Can I go to that window? Yes, you can. And just start throwing fire bolts down. Okay. Uh, yes, you can. And they are throw they are throwing rocks up, but the but the but the grills largely stopping them. Uh. Give me, just say three attacks, I'll say. Yeah, can if you also powerful. shoot out of these windows? Yeah, yeah, they, they're, they're one enough to shoot out of. Uh, the lowest was 11, then 14, and 21. Okay. I uh, have something as well. Yeah, roll Three attacks as well? Yeah, I'll say. I'll say they keep this up for three rounds, so. Okay. Yeah, How many? Okay. Uh, two, I think. Uh, nine. Well, one of those was a natural 20. Excellent. Uh, the other two were pretty shit, though. Um, that's that's an 11 and uh, 13. Uh, the 13 hits, as does okay. the other one. And uh, Celestia, what do you do? How long? Do they look like they're going away? Uh, I'll say that oh, uh, as you guys are shooting, firing down at them. Uh, so, sorry, what was the total Carbine, damage? Carbine, by the way. Uh, it was 19 total. Okay, 19 total. Uh, and roll the damage for you, uh, Corzin, because I'm want to. i just going to take a to account of how much damage you guys do total to these things. Right, I'll, I'll I'm going to do something depending on whether they look like first. they're leaving or not, yeah. basically. So let me know if yeah. they Roll are. the crit first, because this is going to make oh, a difference. Okay, rolling the crit first. Okay. Oh man, that's a six, so double to twelve. Okay, with sort of 
as streams of fire uh, flow out of the window as you fire carbide shots, you actually manage to take one of the ghouls down, uh, blasting its its head into pieces. It's, as it struggles and writhes for a moment, the fire catches light over it, and you just hear the other ghouls... <laughs> They point at it and laugh, and they begin crowding around it, tearing into it, pulling out its o- the flesh of their companion and devouring it uh, in a frenzy. Okay, taking advantage of that, they're going to try and top one of the others, so the second yeah. attack. Do they look like they're leaving, though? Uh, they sit, Their attention has been drawn away from this, but... But they're uh, still staying outside They're still the staying within these, within these first couple of rounds. Right, when um, Corzin's done this yeah. shot, I'm going to do something. I did more damage with the non-crit than I did yeah. with the crit. Oh. I rolled a 12 on the die there, so that's um, 17. Okay. That one, I'll say, with the with the last damage, that you, with, the, with a little bit of extra damage that you did from the firebolts, yeah, you guys managed to take out another one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start yeah. sort of painting in the palm of my hand, like miming painting like I do with the, the major image uh, spell. Yeah, the, the rainbow spirit curls around your fingers and, and um, leaves a trace in the air. I'm going to make a really big monster um, made of fire so you'd feel the heat from it and everything would be realistic. Yeah. And I'm going to chuck it out the window into the ghouls and just have it stand sort of over them and just go <laughs> and start going for them kind of thing. Give me an intimidation check. I'll call this a morale check for them. Come on, intimidation. Oh, it's not good, you know. Um, oh, it's not bad. It could be worse. Fifteen. <laughs> and they, uh, seeing the the creature of flames, they grab what they 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 eat. Four of them tear limbs off the what the second one that fell to take with them. Another t- uh, tears the remainder of its head, portions of the body. But they, this time, as the horde, uh, f- uh, t- uh, seemingly terrified by the possibility of this flaming creature, uh, they bound into the air, climb, spite sort of you know doing the sort of wall crawler climb up the sides of the walls, up onto the roof, and with the mixtures of howls of fear and cackles of laughter, bound away mm. onto the next time. I have it chase them for as long as I possibly can. <sighs> that monster was me, by the way. That's not a new thing that we have to worry about, just in case I, anyone I was wondering. figured, yeah. yeah. Just in case, well, you know, it's a lot scary like the last city. One you did. I quite like fire monsters, so they're cool. Well, well, that was scary. Ooh. Maybe roofs uh, are bad. How many did we take down? You took down two. So right. there's just another 28 to worry about. There were over 30. Okay, just another over 30 to worry about. <laughs> well, I, I, that's, that's why I kind of went well, for an illusion. I figured maybe we weren't going to be able to kill them all, or if we were, it was going right. to take ages. Yeah. Hopefully that's going to have driven them off, at least for the moment. So let's take advantage of that. Yeah, I can do that again as well. Good. So stick to the streets, I guess. Yeah, I think stick to the alleyways. Yeah, if they show up again, though, drop a fireball on them if you can. I will, but it depends where we are. That's big and it's loud. Yeah. True, I suppose, but I mean, collateral damage is not the concern at the moment. No, it's attacking. Like a hundred zombies to us is the the worry. Mm. 
Stealthy. How do we get right. across the river? Should we get the boat? I think the boat's the safest way at this point. The boat's going to be torn apart if we take it past a river full of soaking. Very true. Remember what they did to a like a proper boat? The I hate dipper, to suggest yeah. this. <laughs> you make seahorses. Oh. You could, actually. I could. That means being out, or at least near the water, for a long time. We could guard. Yeah. If we found a little secluded bit. Yeah. If we get down to the uh, uh, the river, I can try and find out where the uh, Saragin are coming from. So we can best avoid them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or we could go the the sort of jetty bit where we hid the boat. Yeah. That was quite empty when we last left it. True. Yeah. We could go in there and you could make seahorses in there into the water nearby. Hmm. Because I, I, that's at least not in real proper public view. If, only if you're up for making yeah, seahorses, though. The option, other than that, maybe. I don't know if it works ever. Have we ever tried floating disc over water? You have not. I don't know if it'll work, but I know it can go above like, 10 feet off the ground or something, but the disc. Sorry, it's a really funny mental image. I know I shouldn't be thinking about it, but <laughs> a couple of people on seahorses and then just a sort of little flying saucer thing. Or we could fly. A couple of people on the disc and the rest of us flying. That could work. The disc only moves uh, fairly slowly, though, right? Uh, no, it stays 20 feet away from me. Okay. Right. Okay. That could maybe work. We should the probably problem try flying, it though, I don't water. know if it works over water. The problem with flying, though, is once we get there... If we do make contact with Apple Blossom, how do we get anyone out? In the big fucking skeleton boat, darling. That's the only way we're going to we get anyone out. can't take them in our little boat across anyway. Yeah, that wouldn't work anyway. But they're on the opposite side of the river to the boat, aren't they? Yeah. Just out of character clarification, they're on the opposite side of the river yeah. to the boat. They are, yes. Yeah, the, the boat is currently in the Sandia Dry Docks. Do that. So, yeah, well, I'm... We, We'd have to either take the boat to them, or... Um... Yeah, but if we're taking a big fucking skeleton boat out of Kion anyway... Yeah. We'll be going past anyway. Yeah, like, it, it's okay. it's not really another I, task. I don't know how close we can get to it, though. Uh, if people had to swim out, I'm sure they would. Or, or, like, you could put a rope from the top of the castle to the ship. And yeah. slide down it. That That'd be fun. sounds amazing, and I want to do it. <laughs> That sounds incredible. Well, do you remember um, uh, back in Skrull's Cove? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember you doing that. Leo says, I mean, if you can get them... If you can get if we can get the boat out anyway, we're going to need the, the Hesperidia to tow it. We could probably tow that hole just right up next to the chateau. Yeah, it wouldn't make a lot of difference, would it? It's going to be hard we're anyway. We're going to need to get it out of the bay, so... Yeah. Makes right. a degree of sense. So flying or seahorses, my friends? What are we doing? The danger of flying 
is that if I get hit really hard and lose my focus, we'll fall in the water. Depends how high we're flying. I mean, literally either one of them sounds fucking terrifying to me. We cannot go higher than 10 feet, otherwise the disc won't work. Oh, in which case then? Horses, if we took the time, I could make enough for all of us. Yeah, like two people per one. So you need half an hour? Yeah, which would give us half an hour of the first horse left. That might be better, well, rather than relying on... Looking at, the, um, yeah, looking, at, looking at the distance you have to travel, you can, cross, you can actually cross the river in less than ten minutes. Okay, let's do that. That feels sensible. All right, horses it is then. Oh, I'll keep an eye out. We've just got to get there, get to somewhere yeah. near the water, somewhere safe. Okay. Peel. So you're going back out the back door. Yes. Yeah. Okay. As you step out, out as you peer out, the back alley is 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 completely empty. Do the ghouls have anything of note on them? Uh, there is <laughs> Not nothing. What's left. There is nothing left. They, they ate they or ate took them. the oh, they bits. Ate them. Okay, yeah. fine. Bar. They, they took the meat when they went. Um, as you peer out as well and open the door and check, whether out of spite or in their frenzy, your climbing harness has been torn to shreds. For fuck's sake! Your rope has been damaged. You will need to find replacements to repair. Uh, uh, if Can you... I repair them? Or I mean, yeah. not like me, but could I? Get it them could repaired? be repaired. You'll need to find somewhere with lots of rope and fabric. I'm gonna Magic. take the the broken bits because I feel like yeah. I would. Or indeed, oh, actually, no. Wait, you haven't. Yeah, the mending would also do. <laughs> Oh, I guess scamp in ten minutes. I can do that if you collect the pieces. Oh, that'd be really helpful. Brilliant. Let's not worry now. Yeah, but no, I rolled yeah. a lot. Check. They haven't. They didn't actually take the grappling hook with them, so all the metal bits are still there. Yay! <laughs> when when I'm you like find one them. of those knives with all the different tools, I can do everything. <laughs> you like fixing things, don't I you? I do like fixing things. Oh, well, that minor inconvenience just got a lot more on mine. Uh, so <laughs> we do still need to find that time to sit down and do it. This is true. Yeah, like we we're not doing it now. We've got a rest. Okay, I'm just going to say uh, one more stealth check from everyone, please. Don't trust my dice. Oh, that's good. Good Lord, what's happening? 23. With good reason, don't trust my dice. It's a 13. 16. Okay. And from those two, yeah, we're fine. Okay, <laughs> so... <laughs> you head out and you've been move, moving your way quickly but quietly through the back streets of Kion. So you're making your way to the river, trying to find a secluded location. I yeah. was thinking those the docks that we left the boat in. Okay, you're going to get all the way back. That's fine. You're yeah. uh, uh, you make your way back like through much of the same the route that you took to get here. It's yep. not too far from where we want yeah, to be no, as well, not. isn't it? Uh, so yeah, you avoid uh, Saint, uh, so you move away from St. Deborah's Cathedral Uh make your way through there's one chilling moment where you hear the distant sound of the uh, of the of the laughing hall but they pass by you uh there's a moment where you find a street just packed full of zombies but they don't notice you 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 take a route around so tempted just to fireball a big old group of zombies it'd be so satisfying (laughs) just the rest of them would kill us the rest of them would just kill us (laughs) let's see how many there are uh, sorry, that's the wrong dog. Uh, there are, yeah, you see 80 down that street. <laughs> Good lord. 
I mean, a realistic number for the city. It's probably a D100 for this. But yeah, you make your way around them and eventually make your way back to the Sunday and dry docks. And you've got an 80 and a 96. Yeah. The the dry docks are unoccupied. Uh, No one else has gone into here since you left. You are able, therefore, to take a quiet back time to conjure up the necessary seahorses and ready yourself to ride uh, to ride these terrifying crimes against nature. I want to make them the same colour as the water. It's so That's confusing, but useful. you do. Uh, uh, and natural fi- camouflage. I hate them so much. <laughs> clamber onto these bluey-grey sort of saddled monsters. I've named this one Clive. Hello, Clive. This one's Bethany. <laughs> Bethany. <laughs> Bethany the Seahorse. What's this one, then? Geraldine. Of course. Oh, go on, Geraldine. <laughs> I am... Um, I'm a fan of Clive, personally. <laughs> I'd like to go on Clive. Leah says, uh, I'll go on Geraldine as well, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come with you and Clive. Fantastic. This is the best day ever. You saddle up. Do I feel anything when I get into the sea from the eye? You feel wet. <laughs> cool. Just, yeah. just water. Feels soggy. Just water lapping around. I was worried, boots. so that's quite nice. Yep. <laughs> just still this almost faded into the background ever present connection to something greater but don't like it um, don't like it it's enough to give you anxiety okay. if you think about it too hard <laughs> so how do you guys want to approach St Antoine's Chateau are you just going to roll up to the nearest bit <laughs> of uh, of coastline you're going to try and go around towards where the bridge bit is we'd like to approach stealthy on our giant seahorse <laughs> named Clive that's what we'd like to do <laughs> um, um, one person I guess one person from each group will will roll a stealth check then yeah. so uh, yeah, I don't get advantage on guessing because it's not, it's the horse, not it's me. It's the horse, not you. It's more like the horse yeah. ain't wearing my clothes. Yeah. So, also, you don't get any disadvantage or anything, so that's you for your Oh, one. I've been wearing my normal clothes oh, anyway. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. I've been wearing my one. flashy clothes yeah. in the zombie stream. I got a one. So, one natural oh, 20, no. one natural one, Celestia. Oh, I'm uh, on the same You're same on the same horse. horse. Okay. So, I rolled for Clara, um, who got an 18. Okay. Um, oh, good. But. That does mean... So I'll say that you are about (laughs) two-thirds of the way along, however, when despite moving quietly and quickly through the mid-morning light... Don't they sort of balance out the one of the 20? (laughs) You hear the sound... You you glance back and you see dark shapes moving through the water. Oh, no. As you see a trio of um, sharks begin swimming towards your position... They, the shocks appear to be not exactly saddled in the sense that you would ride them with your by putting your uh, like your legs around them, but rather they have harnesses with handles that you can grip and holding onto those uh, harnesses like the Harley Davidson, like Harley Davidson sort of like things, but like you know <laughs> uh, things uh, that uh, onto which are gripped uh, so again, who are riding these sharks and have practical sense or kind of being dragged by them swimming with them as they chase after you uh you are within a short breath 
of the you're not too far from uh, the shoreline so it's up to you do you guys want to fight or just r try and outrace out them run 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 because run, i think run. by this point we all know that the horses take any damage and disappear so we need to run, we need to run. okay yeah. i we these, can't be in the water with soakin so these things are magical and thus really responsive to your movements so I'm going to ask everyone who's riding one, which I guess is going to include Kara, uh, for an animal handling check with advantage. You don't okay. want me to make that. Also, Celestia is definitely not controlling it. She's just clinging on the back like I yeah. uh, Do you have a modifier of more than zero? Um, I 19. don't think so. Nope. <laughs> okay. 19. Well, that's an oh. eight. Oh, mate. Eight. <laughs> All right, let's roll for the three. Uh, I'm going to roll for the three second chasing you. God. Who got a... Yeah, okay. So they got a six, a nine, and an eight, respectively. <laughs> so as you, you race forward, so I'm going to say this is a three-round race, uh, get, uh, your seahorses weirdly curling and bucking in an inexplicable fashion, uh, speeding along as, uh, uh, as the sharks begin racing through. Two of them begin to pull behind, one pulls ahead. At the same time, uh, Celestia and Scamps is pulling a little bit closer to that one that's oh racing God. ahead. Uh, so that it's getting closer. I'm gonna new new animal check handling checks from everyone, please. With advantage. Yep, with advantage. Can I try and shoot back at them? Uh, you can, but you'll lose the advantage in your animal handling check to No, just them. get to the shore. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. Sorry, that was me. I'm so petrified of us ending up in the water here. Okay, there's something I can do. There's an Natural eight. Natural one, but lucky. Okay. On the animal handling check or the shot? No, uh, just on the animal handling check. I wasn't okay. shooting. We've got advantage anyway, then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, no, 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 no. It's, um, it's cancelled out by the advantage anyway. But yeah. that was a natural one followed by another natural one. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. That, like, never happened. If you get advantage... And then are lucky. Can you re-roll yeah, one of them? Yeah, you can. Actually, that's the thing. Like, you're, you're half, if it was advantage and you rolled two natural ones, you're no, half no, 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 feet it was still. A, it was a natural one and something else, and it was then uh, I re-rolled the natural one because ah, right. advantage. No, if it was a natural one and something else, you and have it, advantage. You, you take the other one. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Fine. Um, <laughs> the other one was. It was a six. No, sorry, it was an eight. Okay. Regardless, however. Jesus. Yeah, all three have now pulled back to some uh, are, are being two of the uh, two of the, of the sharks actually are really lagging behind, but the one that's ahead gets really close. The furthest behind of the three of you is uh, Scamp and Celestia's. Um, how far um, away are the Sawagin? How are, close to each other are they? Oh yeah, they they are. So the Sawagin are all kind of spread out. They're about thirty feet apart, kind of mm -hmm. race. Although actually, it's now kind of closer the ones that lag behind are like 60 feet behind but the one that's racing up ahead uh, on this next turn is a i'm gonna say is just about to get to within melee range of the, of the pair of you on your seahorse okay um ooh, is it so in it? fact i'm gonna call an initiative between everyone please quick initiative check 14 natural 20 so 25 nine Okay, yeah. Um, no, so, 
Yeah, okay, I'm gonna say Clara and Leah are kind of focused on riding, so it's the one Sergin out front, we'll roll for him, and his thing, oh, okay, he rolled poorly. All right, so Corzin, I'll say that uh, you are 20 feet ahead of this Sergin, who is just closing into melee range with Scamp and Celestia with his shock. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, what do you wish to do? It's him in a shot. I am going to shoot back at the shark specifically. Okay, go for it. This is with the pistol? Uh, yes. Okay, that is a uh, 23. 23, that definitely hits. Alright, that's uh, 13 percussive damage. Ooh, okay, one moment, just checking my shot rules here. Where oh no, sorry, 12 percussive damage. 12 percussive damage, okay. We have put that shot, there we go, I'm shot. Okay, it's not enough to uh, uh, to kill it, but you, sh uh, but you s uh, fire the, the pistol, it goes, it just catches it, it's quite close to the surface of the water, and you see blood begin to billow through the, uh, the I water I yell to the you. others, same rules as on land, take out the mounts! Mm. Uh, even no, even against not horses, we're still cruel to horses in this, uh, <laughs> oh this podcast. Okay, so that is... Did we started killing sharks before we started killing horses? You started killing sharks before you started killing horses. Yeah, That's true. You did. Uh, Episode six. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... They were the original bastard fish, were they? Yeah, now? yeah, they were. We uh, are these, 40 on from that now. These sharks yeah. are larger than the sharks 40. you fought before. These are like 15 foot long. Uh, oh, wow, but, these are great uh, whites. Yeah, yeah. Scary. So, uh... Scamp, you're up next. How close is the nearest? Uh, they will on their. I'll say that they're like almost there. So like they're like ten feet away, and will close. They will close up to biting distance on their turn. More. And we've established before that I can't carry Celestia, haven't we? Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, in that case, I guess I will cast fly on Celestia and myself. I might as well twin this. Okay. And I will leave the horse. <laughs> the seahorse. You sail up or into the air. And the seahorse sort of, you know, continues to swim along diligently fly. below. So you fly into the sky. Uh, yeah, so 60 swim feet further swim. away, you can easily outpace the shark. Uh, and I guess, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's Celestia. You can fly now if you want. I can fly. Amazing. Um... <laughs> How how close are they to people? They're ten feet away from your shark. They are. I'll I mean, we're, say, we're now. I'm going to fly. Yeah, up you're going to fly away. I'll <laughs> say they're about thirty feet. Th yeah, twenty to thirty feet away from Corzin's shark, uh, Corzin's seahorse, and Leah and uh, uh, Clara's seahorse. And how many of them? There are three, but two of them are too far back to worry about. Only one and his shark has gotten close enough to matter. And you are close to the shore at this point. Pretty close to the shore, okay. I think I might just dump a Dissonant Whispers okay. into him. I'll do a second level one. Are you going against the Saragin or the Shark? 
Sour again. Cool. No, or maybe. Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, sour again would be my instinct. I think. Okay. I want to throw him off. Um, so I'm going to, <laughs> in midair, bring my guitar around and just do like a really horrible chord and it like get a thing, and um, it it echoes in his mind maybe if it doesn't save. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, he does save sadly. Oh, That's oh, oh, seventeen. Um, well, it's still some damage. Still takes some damage though. And because it was second level, that is forty-six. So. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Sarah, mate, your dice keeps rolling sixes. The spider dice, it's amazing. Um, so 11, 14, uh, 17. 17, half to 8. Okay. He's Damn, I was hoping you'd have to move away. What's <laughs> Uh, seems confused and angered by those uh, by these strange words. Would Corson understand what he just said? Like, yeah, he goes, "Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> Come here and pray." Uh, okay, and you presumably fly away. Yeah, I fly away. Um, oh, I think temporary hit points wouldn't be a bad thing, would they? Probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah, I'm going to, in midair, like fucking Peter Pan with an electric guitar, toss oh, my hair, still wink. Rainbow Spirit happens. You all get five temporary hit points, and you can move up to your full movement right now if you want. Uh, uses your reaction though, doesn't uses it? Uses your reaction. Yeah. Oh, but it doesn't. Reaction. But it doesn't use your movement for your turn. It uses uh, your reaction, so you could technically get a bit of I extra. I guess movement. I'll say that those that the seahorses are included, so they. <laughs> Oh yeah, Get sorry, a I didn't think about that. Burst of yeah. extra movement. I thought Jeffrey included. Jeffrey is included. Jeffrey is currently. He gets five extra hit points. Oh, okay. Jeffrey has extra hit points. He was peeking out the backpack. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> As with that, uh, they they burst forwards, which means that the only thing that can possibly be within the Samagin's reach in his turn. Uh, is you, Celestia. You've flown 60 feet away and upwards into the air, but as the shark races forwards, he reaches down for one of his long harpoon spears Ooh. with the rope. Takes this attack with disadvantage, but he's going to try and harpoon you. Fair. <laughs> and catch flying prey. Uh, however, that was an 11. Ooh. The harpoon <laughs> sails through the air. Glad about that. that splashes into the water. Yeah. I'll save the and people. with the flight and the burst of speed, you are easily able to make it around towards the shore. As you do so, figures on the shoreline begin raising muskets and firing at the Sawagin behind you. The Sawagin, seeming to recognise the dangers here, turn and drive deep around and dive deeper into the water and away. Yeah, you better swim. Oh, causing that was terrifying. As that poor wins. heart. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> they can't all be winners. <laughs> Apparently not. As you um, reach uh, around uh, to the uh, uh, to the end, uh, you approach the shore, and you can see that a handful of um, figure uh, of these figures wielding guns uh, wielding muskets many of them still garbed in the kind of loose clothes and uniforms of the 
revolutionary fighters approach. They're kind of leveling their weapons at you uncertainly, especially those of you who can fly. Hello. One of them calls out, Hold, who goes there? Friend or foe? Friend. Usually. Shit. What do we actually do? One point's back. Do you mean us harm? No, darling, no. definitely not. There's well, Alton there. Please, um... Yeah, do you know Alton Apple Blossom? Yes? Halfling, badass. We're known to him. Yeah, he knows us. He can vouch for us. Make a persuasion check. Okay. I'll make a persuasion check, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't you make a fucking persuasion <laughs> check. Come on. <laughs> you know better than that. Oh, <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Bard, I mean, come on. It's totally logical, but yeah, no, no, you, you go, do it. Um, that is a 23. Okay, they seem to, uh, so, uh, well, um, please, uh, pull up here and, I guess, land here. Yeah, thanks. Is one of you a mage? No. <laughs> no, this just happened. <laughs> they seem very, very clever. I'm sorry, it's been okay, a long Okay, slightly. Day. Uh, okay, um, please, uh, pull up, pull up, and they help. Uh, and what the fuck are those? Um, it's all right, they're imaginary. This is Clive. <laughs> I... Clive bristles his weird spiny back things. He's a fucking thing of horror. He's beautiful and I love him. <laughs> Celestia reaches a weird threshold for the day and just starts giggling. Like something <laughs> that is normally less than an inch in size magnified up to like 10 feet long. They have riding spiders. With riding what? fucking like saddles and spikes attached that have been grown into them. Best not to observe those things too closely. <laughs> they tend to get a bit disturbing. They'll be gone in a half an hour. <laughs> they give each other uncertain looks. Apparently so. I can get rid of them now if you want. <laughs> give you an odd look. They're imaginary. One of them reaches over and gently pokes it. One with the, with his musket bayonet. The, the, the creature just sort of bounces away for a moment. <laughs> Not hard enough to do damage, just like... I have a really good imagination. Celestia <laughs> is still giggling. <laughs> like, completely insensible. Well, just, I guess, leave them where they are and let's hope the sharks don't get them. It's fine if they do, darling, to be honest. Because I'll make some new ones. Because they are imaginary? Yes, yeah. I'll make some new ones. Are you the, uh, <laughs> the group they call the Wagoners? Yes, yes, uh, we are. Um, this is our token sane man. Please talk to him. Yeah. Uh, We've been seeking to make contact with you. He, the the, the fellow who is a, a human, um, a human man uh, reaches down and, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, offers you a hand. Uh, well, uh, Pleasure to uh, meet you. Uh, my name is uh, Leon. Um, uh, Leon uh, Hauser. And uh, welcome, I guess, to our island. Uh, what's your name? Corson Jorge is at your service. Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. So ah. Celestia is still attempting to just console herself. And shakes your hand, Corson. Well, come on. 
Well, I guess we'd better take you uh, to the boss. <sighs> this is going to sound like one of Apple Blossom. It's already starting to sound like one of Apple Blossom's stories. Oh, I bet that man's got some stories. Uh, well, not we as know many he has. As, not as many as this one fellow he met called Norrit, but that's for another time. As if he knows fucking Norrit. <laughs> Everyone knows Norrit. Come on, and they lead you up towards. He did know a lot of people, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> they lead you up towards Saint Antoine's Chateau, and as you uh, approach the castle, uh, the ruins thereof, and come to speak with the apparently ever surviving Orphan <laughs> Blossom, that is where we will pick up next time. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you all very much for playing. We've crossed like three genres today. <laughs> I'm yeah. exhausted. Uh, <laughs> and farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fairsies and natural twenties. I plunged into the future deep And what I've learned would make you weep What dreams of our philosophy Could bring about the end I see So gather your muskets, gather your spears We'll plunder the shores of Calcineer No Kraken storm or spell we fear So come and sail with us, my dear